1: well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at LuckyLandSlots dot Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: Hey, Everyone, Oh, welcome. Oh, I didn't know
0: who was talking. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, I feel like we haven't done this for ten years. Hey, everyone, welcome to another edition of Party Four One One. We can see where this is going tonight. Um, Hope everybody had a good weekend. Um. Yeah, well, I guess we'll, I don't have any news. Um, if anything breaks while we're on here, we'll be sure to say it, but we're just going to jump right in. I'm not sure the order tonight, we we have a of order, but stay, like Tia always says, pay attention to the tweet, tweets, and also she's going to give up a number every 15 minutes. No, that,
2: that's not gonna happen. I, I we stopped that policy about a few months ago and we stuck into that and I'm so proud. But also wanna mention in the uh in a chat, we really can't see everyone's names in there. I could tell by the participant show versus what I'm seeing on the switchboard though. So, we might can't see you, and if you don't happen to get picked up by some chance, we might just have technical difficulties. That's nothing. We can control you. Blame it on talk show. Not on us. Now, if you want to speak with us, please listen up to the number, because this is the only time you will be getting it. DAL US is 605 444 Alternative number seven one seven seven three four six nine zero four. 717-734-6904. Canada is 867-292-3066. Show ID one two eight eight zero three. Press star two to come on and speak with us. We are starting GH first. and check the X website to keep you in the order because we post the tweets as we go along with the shows. So starting with GH, I am going to just start with Gregory Tra- Chase and Finn. Uh Tracy blurted out by some reason with uh, that you know Gregory almost passed, he fainted or something like that, and that's when he slowly realized that his father has a illness that he hasn't told him about and he don't quite understand how Finn knows since he cut Finn was the son who left his life for like a few decades so he was confused with that and then he cried and had a moment and not even cried, it was just he was just in shock by what he learned. And he's currently Miss Josh is currently Mr Josh is currently winning performer of the week right now over in Soap Party. So this was just a little story thing. Kim, did you care about any of this that happened with this story that Chase
1: finally knows? Not at all. Mm oh, I mean, wow. I feel. You know, I I hate to say that, but and I know he, he was crying and everything, and I know it's a sad thing. But I mean, you know, put your big boy pants on. Oh wow. You your briefs or whatever, and you know, deal with that. I like. I at least have some respect for Finn. Yeah, he's sad, but he's trying to stick to his guns and help his dad out and everything. Just, just, just take it for what it is. Have a night to yourself just to think and regroup, and then be there for your dad. That's why he didn't want to tell you in the first place, because he knew he was going to be a little worse about it. So just come on, put your big boy pants on, and be there for your daddy, okay? Um, Don't waste any time falling and feeling sorry for yourself.
2: I don't kind of like how Kim K has become the last few weeks. Um, this is—I mean, he don't get a, even an honorable mention to do with. You know why she? You know why she's not going to
0: give it to him? Because she's only going to want to retract it in a month anyway.
1: That's <laughs> <laughs>
2: That is very you know, true. Yeah, surreal. I can't wait to get to that show that for that that announcement. But okay, <laughs> I'm i s I'ma just not even wait time to go on for Jay because I'm sure he's saying next too. So let's let's not even waste a, a few seconds by doing that. Okay. Next storyline we got Spencer and Trina are still in bliss after making love. I don't have anything for this one, but I know Sabrina fans might. So you got something for this, Kim? I do. I'm
1: still okay. in basking in my glory. For the past couple of weeks, I've been in, in a spring of bliss, in my spring of bubble, and I've been re all the scenes. I'm just extremely happy. It, it, I guess it's just long overdue, and it's finally here. They finally solidified, you know, their love for one another after two and a half years. It's just finally here, and they took this big step. So now I'm just Curious to find out what's gonna happen now once they get back to Port Charles. I hope they're hopefully are stronger than ever together. You know, since they've really gotten that close, that close to each other, and just conquer anything. So I'm, I just love the scenes, them talking about you know the things, and just having that a- beautiful afterglow. And I don't know how many times they switch sides in bed, you know, leading us to believe that of course it multiple times. So I'm just excited and happy. I'm loving the fact that Trina. To, you know, turn around and say goodbye to the bed. You know, and, to, and and thank the bed. You know, for such wonderful glory she was in that weekend. <laughs> and I'm just excited and happy for her, for Spencer, and I just this this definitely I'm satisfied. I'm an extremely satisfied being a nation fan. So I'm ready to ride the ride with them to conquer the world at Fort Charles now. I'm happy. I'm content. Yeah.
2: Um. Nice scenes. I just don't have much to say, but I agree it was a pretty cool season. It's another topic I'm not going to waste Jay' busy time going to since we don't need any hate on the train today. Okay, let's go <laughs> ahead. to. I, I, just, I, I will did.
0: just interject. I didn't see it yet, but I'm just going to interject one real quick thing. This was a great move. Like I echo everything Kim says. We finally got the air their first time. The only thing I'm going to say is let's not have them go. T- you can write them wonderful in Manhattan. Don't bring them 10 steps back when they get to Port Charles like you did with the Hornet Star. Right.
1: Exactly, I agree. And, and, and really I wasn't going
3: yep. anything negative about oh, Serena tonight. Okay.
2: sorry. I, but that's why I didn't even hurt you when I said I'm not, I'm not going <laughs> to leave you to your outside projects. You should have just stayed on mute. I just helped you out To said you don't need to discuss this topic, so and there you go. Um... Next thing we got, we got Valentina still lying to Anna about Charlotte, but he did, uh, but he did tell Anna he did get a house for her, but she can't move in right now because he needs to give his whole attention to Charlotte. For some reason, we see Charlotte over even over uh, listening to that conversation. I said, thank goodness Valentina didn't tell Anna the truth, or she would have really lost her mind. Uh, Robert is confused because he don't understand this at all. And this kind of validates his inner shouldn't be Valentin problem that he's having. But, you know, Anna still knows it's something Valentin is keeping from her, just not with what he's doing. Nina is surprised that Valentin has a tone in but says she's also leaving to get married with Sonny so she won't be his uh, talk to person for the next few days. But he can always call um and we keep getting these flashbacks but i think i'm beyond i should have re-watched it we got a a lot more flashbacks to the whole charlotte and um victor stuff that he was pretty much planting in her head about this lady so i don't quite i still don't have a real full clarification if it's brainwashed or she just really believed the words that he's saying so i'm still a little confused with this story i do believe valentine might should confess but at this point we see Charlotte peeking out of every window. I don't quite know at what time he could have so. I'm, I don't quite know. Uh, Kim, what's your thoughts on this storyline movement?
1: Um, it's really interesting. Now, this is a kind of angst that's actually good with them. I was hoping it wasn't anything else crazy, but this is interesting. I kind of feel like Victor did brainwash her, like through the letter and the tarot cards. I really think that's mm-hmm. what it is. And now those words about, oh, Anna horrible. She's a bad person, isn't that? It's just stuck in her head. So every time she sees it, she cuts her eyes at her like she's just Satan or something. So I just feel like, oh, I mean, I'm actually interested in the storyline because it's really good. And now Anna, she's like, okay, well, you know, I understand you need some time apart to focus on, on Charlotte. I get that. But now she's all excited and telling, um, you know, it, just saying that, telling people, Oh, yeah, he got the house for us and everything but she's got it just not knowing that Charlotte's the the one that she needs to watch out for. So at this point I think Valentine even said at some point, Well, you know, I just I don't wanna so, and I just don't, but he really should at this point. I really think that they would be to, good together as a team, quote, unquote, saying that word, team, together again, uh, again, that word team. So just, mm-hmm. you know, just, you know doing how to handle a situation. You know, I think Anna would be really good at that. And, and Valentine should know that, you know, with everything that he's been through with her. So that's just my only hang up. And of course I loved the, the Nina scenes. Um, of course I'm a Sona fan, love her and Sonny, but it's just something about her and Valentine that I just really, really like too. But at the same time, I'm just mad at her for not telling Sonny. I mean, this is just gonna hold honestly, I feel like she's Nina's going to need Charlotte in those tarot cards after she gets back from Puerto Rico, if they don't bury her somewhere in Puerto Rico, <laughs> I don't know what, if they, you know, she's going to need Charlotte's little psyche or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, to put a spell on them or something. they they're going to come after her so bad. So she's going to need Charlotte. So instead of her acting all scared and stuff, she needs to just tough it up and put her big girl panties on. And just, she's going to need that. <laughs> Carol Carr brainwashing me from here. But anyways, I just, I love, you know, their chemistry. I've always loved um, Valentine and, and, and Nina's friendship, so that's cool, but I really do think that they, they need to tell the people they love uh, and funny, uh, and because this is just insane. All these secrets on top of these secrets, it's ridiculous. So, uh, I, but I, I'm loving the storyline. We'll see what happens.
2: Jay, I don't know if you have thoughts on this. Um, yeah, I, I'm not sure.
3: So, to I, agree oh. I, agree. I agree with Kim. I agree with Kim.
2: Okay. Um, what's this? What's this next story here? Yeah, I told you it's gonna be a good fifteen-minute discussion. Okay. Um. The, okay. So, uh, we got Sonny and Nina about to get married. We don't know who the heck is attending, but we know Michael and Willow do it very hard and strong about this. Got so many moments of them thinking about Kim, you know, former couple. So, uh, do you care that this wedding is happening? Do you believe this wedding is happening? And Michael and Willow, they they might seem like they're going to come, although they didn't really want to. Dante and Christina, I'm confused as to what the heck they going to do. So what do you think is going to happen? Is this wedding going to actually happen, uh, Kim?
1: I don't think it is. I really don't. Like, I don't even think that she's going to walk down the beach or whatever, or whatever, wherever they're going to have it. Put I just don't really think she's even going to probably not even getting to her draft. I really don't think it's going to get that far. I just I just see it all blowing up before. So like I said, she needs to take a tarot card or two or take Charlotte with her because this is just not going to end well, and I don't think it's going to happen. I honestly, and I hate to say this much, I love Sona, I know what was bound to happen, and I'm just upset mm-hmm. and disappointed, so I just can't get invested in this at all whatsoever. So, therefore, I'm just going to say, you know what, it's just not even going to happen. And honestly, I kind of, not even kind of, it shouldn't even happen. Because at this point, Nina, come on now, this is insane. So, I'm upset with Nina at this point. It's, it's, It's not even going to happen. And Michael and Willow take several seats. Whatever. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Do you think it's good? i mean, I guess if it wasn't it was here in Pret Child, you know, okay, it would be like three hundred people or whatever. <laughs> but it's gonna be more intimate. I'm like, shut up, I've been going back to work and Michael oh uh, uh, I just wanna punch them both in the face. Okay, that that's my rant. I, I, yeah, it's not gonna happen. <laughs>
2: uh, Jay, is this wasn't happening? I know you know a lot about the future, but do you know, you know do you think this wedding is
3: actually um, happening? I actually think the wedding is happening. Do I think the marriage is going to be easy when the secret comes out? No, but I think they will at least get married.
2: I'm kind of thinking that's who they get married, then the secret come out. So I'm convinced that they yeah. sign them papers beforehand. Yeah, that, that's what they hopefully need to have done. Then they'll be married and then he gotta say are you sticking with your wife or not? So that would be more of a conflict. So um, I, would,
1: I would like that. I would like that that does happen. If they do still Miss Corinto. They that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I right. don't think that would be <laughs> Right.
2: But I will say, I do have a mm-hmm. little bit of an issue with G.H. Is there any reason we decided to choose Puerto Rico? Since I, I know probably, you know, you probably thinking it's me, Carrie. Don't you tie that mm-hmm. with Sonny and Brenda?
0: Of course you do. That's no a place. Brenda and Sonny. No. Of all the island, of all the places on the map, you're going to take it to Sonny and hit your place with Brenda? <sighs> That's
3: what I want. That's why I'm um, so I'm sorry to bust country. people's. I'm sorry to bust the bubble, but Sonic takes all his women post Brenda to Puerto Rico. Yeah, so, and That's it it's
2: stupid, too, because they Well, I guess he thinks about Brenda a lot. That's why he keeps going there to try to recreate that magic he hasn't been mm-hmm. able to recreate again. So she should put awesome. a, maybe she needs to
0: put a brunette wig on and she'll have a happy life. <laughs> you know, okay. Or wear a wire. Mm-hmm. See how that works out for you, Nina.
2: Oh well and look at this oh 13 minutes in. so we might not do 15 minutes but we might do 17 minutes okay here there I'm going to say 20, 20 <laughs> uh, okay we do we got nice okay uh, Dr. Montecue, I think I said his name, told uh, Nurse Janice that he thought mm-hmm. he was no longer going to be Sasha doctor because she no longer trusted him. So he dismisses his case as a good doctor off the case. However, his ego gets the best of him. He This fool returns back trying to eject her with a needle again, which Jay would say straight up torture porn at this point. So all this going on, they all, uh, Mac is over there looking for Cody and then only to find out that Cody has left. Right when he's about to eject this thing, Cody come running through the door telling him to stop it. He his himself beat down. Mac, Dante, the nurse, everyone is there. He tells the nurse, hey, can you say what happened? The nurse said, "Nah, I ain't lying to you. You told me to lock down the building and pretty much confess the whole thing that happened, and he gets sent off to jail. Good. Gladys is on her way out of town, but she's confronted by Sonny and then later on, uh, no, Sam and then later on Sonny. She makes every single lie in the world of Sonny, even to the point of saying Sam and Cody are having a fear because look at how much Sam is defending Cody. After so much irrelevant lying, Gladys admitted what she did, Sonny decided to call Frank and tells her that she would go back to her old life in Port He even pretty much threatened her if she ever leaves. He would know about it. So Gladys is out. Dr. Montague is out. Um... How do we feel about this ending? Are we disappointed? Are we happy as over but disappointed with the execution? uh Kim what's your thoughts on that part, on that part. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. absolutely you know the execution should have been much grander. It should have been much more ugh, like it just was like mediocre, like really are oh, he gonna go back okay or oh, whatever and i mean it it just should have been more much more drastic i I was just one hundred percent billion percent disappointed in the execution I'm glad they're gone but yeah this should have been a a massive you know ending for this This is I was so disappointed I was like wait a second are you kidding me this is it no way so that was my that was a huge disappointment for me totally disappointed
2: Jay I think you were pissed off from what I remember about the execution of the storyline but I'm sure you're happy this torture is over so what's your thoughts on this
3: I'm actually not happy the torture's over because now I'm tortured. I mean, I I just I don't oh, I don't understand how we could go months <laughs> of watching this woman being tormented because of Gladys and then have her mosey on away with an empty threat, never to darken our doorsteps again. You know what? I I feel like. I've read on social media. Oh, Sonny has changed. Sonny's not that man he used to be. I didn't try to stop that bullshit because Sonny is who Sonny is. Sonny is a mobster. Sonny is a is 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 a mobster, a murderer. Um, and Nina did not change him from being that way. This man should have destroyed Gladys. And whether or not, um, Whether or not it's going to be easy to watch, it's going to be um, good for. I guess yeah, it's it's going to be and I be appeased. It's still it warranted. Gladys should die screaming, and I really think that you cannot take away who Sonny is as a character um, because he should have or had someone um it, it did it didn't have to be gross it did not have to be you know graphic but you know sig gladys you know being you know you know drifting off down a stream you know would have been great um
0: or jay can i jump Glad- in would you have liked it if they would they would have left it open-ended because i kind of agree with you i understand you know this this whole might change since nixon falls but i still need to see shades of sunny would you have been better if they left it kind of open-ended where at least it left the question what did he do to her and then maybe we see or, her months
3: down the or line, like gave, or, at least, or at least gave Gladys some of her some of her own medicine of how she right. treated Sasha. Something, mm-hmm. you know, I would you know I would have taken you know Gladys tied up, and then Sunny walks in and closes the door, and you hear her scream. Something, right? It don't ha- it didn't have to be graphic and bloody, but I needed I need some fucking justice, and right now I don't feel no justice because that woman is going to go back to Bensonhurst, with her with her with with her internet cable phone phone uh food you know clothing a house over her head she's going to live her best life in Bensonhurst. and you mean to tell me that's the what 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 is what has what is going to be job i mean sasha's um justice what happened to her she was tortured and drugged and humiliated and told she was crazy like, this is disgusting, and we watched this woman being tortured, but I can't watch Glass getting popped. I can't watch somebody, you know, uh, 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 a dark figure grab her, and then they, the next scene, they say the Glass body was found. Like, it, it's it's like you, you guys are taking <laughs> oh away God. these payoffs. And it's not Dan and Chris. You know, Dan and Chris is not right. You can't blame them. It's the Scab writers. This is not a fucking payoff.
2: Can I say? Do you feel the the way you described it? Do you think that's too dark for two thousand twenty three television?
0: No, no, because you know why. Why is that any darker than what they get like if 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 they think let's put it this way if they think it's too dark, then they're gonna be out of their tree because we just watched a different torture, torture it might not yeah, be that the, was maybe maybe bad. the lighting was better like in other words, there's all <laughs> kinds of dark and what and what they did to Sasha was pretty dark and disgusting and hard to watch I agree yeah, I agree. and i just
3: i just think that I just think that once again I'm getting whiplash uh, not whiplash it's called uh, deja vu. With these payoffs not being not paying off on this, so far. Like you can't you can't keep doing this. I mean, I don't care if me Sonny look bad. Sonny's a bad character. Get over it. So, some this justice is, needed to be served.
2: I would say this is the weird thing about this. I would say I actually was the payoff good. No, but this unlike the other payoffs, I believe deep down the writer said the fans is gonna like this. that's the way like where are the other payoffs i'm like how do you think it's any chance i think they said yes we got her free the doctor's in jail gladys is out of town i think some writers i could see why some people thought this would be a good playoff when writing it. then when you see it on screen you probably like um yeah i think the problem is it should have ended another way i think a a stronger ending probably would have been if gladys was recording her and then we at that station, and then that recording plays, and she's like, and then she goes to jail. That's how that should have happened. I don't really think you really quite needed Sunny's interference in this because he wasn't in the storyline at all. So if you were going to have him confront her, he should have confronted her behind down there at the PCD. That's where he should have been right at the jail. That's where he should have been confronting her at. So I think that's the problem. I don't really think you needed Sunday involved in this storyline at all. You could have just let her pay her time in jail or something. Her and Dr. and were going, going cell by cell in the same jail cell. That's what I would have done. But, hey. Okay. Um, is there any other topic on GH that I missed? Or are we ready for the next show? I'm going to go to on next, by the way. I'm trying to think. Of, um, there was nothing with Liz, Jake, and um. Trying to, um
0: trying no, nope,
2: that's good. Okay, so bye, GH. We probably did longer, but we out of here at the, the right time, so I'm fine about it. Okay, mm, here we go. We're picking up the we pace going, this week. <laughs> we are going straight to Young and the Restless here. Okay, Jay's favorite triangle Nick, Adam, and Sally. Sally had dreamed about that kiss and how Nick confronted them when he found out about the kiss. She blurts out to Nick that Adam kissed her. Nick is upset, rightfully so, and then Adam, right after, you know, the, the secret has come out, has come to them in the park. Nick looks pissed off, and that's when Adam said, oh, gee, you told him. Later on in the week, she reinforces to Adam because Adam tried to win her back again. We should be together all the same nonsense he's been saying for the last year. Um, She reinforces to Adam that she does not want to be with him. Please leave her alone. She's told him many times, stop acting like you know me. You don't. I don't want to be with you. I'm committed to Nick. Please respect that. He says again for the 50th time, okay, I respect that. And then later on, he apologizes to Nick. Nick later on confronts Sally and said, okay, I'm tired of this foolishness. Can you admit your feelings? Even if it's hard for me to accept this, tell me how you're feeling and I will deal with it. Sally, you know, she's crying and she's sad, like, oh, my goodness, I finally have to admit the truth. And I said, wow, I can't believe we finally coming here. I'm finally falling in love with you. I said, oh, okay. That, that's that's what she committed to Nick. Uh, okay, okay. So she confessed to Nick that she's finally falling you in love with him her? since he admitted that. Uh, Oh, okay. And then both Nick, I got to just throw this in here real quick. Both and Nick and Adam thought it was a great week to tell Sharon about their love for Sally. And I got to remind them that they had a better triangle with Sharon. This is the stupid right and I'm going to say, Mr. George Griffiths. Well, this is so stupid. You got Sharon here on this show and you got these two idiots fighting over Sally Spencer. Uh, <laughs> that, that makes logical sense. Uh, okay. Uh, I, I'll, I'll go to you, Kim, because once upon a time, for some reason, I don't quite understand. You liked both couples. So where are you at in this triangle? Do you believe Sally feelings? Are you tired of Adam every single week saying, hey, can we work this out? I mean, I don't know how many times you got to hear no, but
1: here we are. Well, first, let me take this platform to officially apologize for even liking both couples. Um, <laughs> second of all, I literally could not care less and I need her back in LA stat. This is so ridiculous. And I'm over this storyline. I am so tired of the back and forth. This is just insane. And it's pointless and it's it's pointless and it's a waste of the hour that YNR gives us every day. I I'm just I'm done. I'm i am just i am done i am it, it, it's 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 pointless. It's a waste of my time. And Joe, I'm sorry. Just bring her, t- take her back to L. A. for crying out loud. This is ridiculous. It makes no sense to me, honestly. So I don't care what she feels, how she feels, what he feels, how they. Fa- I I don't care because they're all, they're both wrong for each other. I'm I'm over it. I'm over them.
2: Uh, Jay, I hope this, I'm assuming that this love story, the triangle grow on you this week. Did you finally say, man, I'm filling these couples this week? You know, been one of your strongest,
0: <laughs> strongest stories, <laughs> Hanson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wonder how many people actually believe us when we spew bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait a minute. Did Jay is staying say, um, before?
3: I, <laughs> I am over. All of this, I can care less who Sally ends up with. I think the writing for for um, Adam Welcome. is absurd, and I think that we need some. They need to do something because this is terrible. This is probably one of the worst tri- triangles in several years. And Jay um,
0: Pe- Pe- Peacock said hi. Well, that's why he well, said one of you know.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's it's, it's 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 horrific what they've done to the character of Adam and the character of Nick in the sake of Sally and it's also I think criminal what they've done to what such a dynamic beautiful woman that Sally used to be you know complicated crazy a little bit off um but she she at least had some some charisma and this this is just not it and I don't know. I'm just totally confused as to what they think is a good triangle by watching these men look a damn fool over um, over um, Sally and yeah, I'm I'm just I'm just not happy with none of these characters in this triangle. and you know Sharon's right there. And as everyone knows, yeah. show, I am not a Shadow fan, but Sharon Newman is right there. But instead, you got her paired up with that child and, and, is a, and is about to have a freaking triangle between her and Summer and that child over there. I, I just think that's just absurd. And I don't know who's – well, John Griffin is driving that bus over there. He needs, to, he needs to park it, and he needs to um, <laughs> reevaluate um what's good to others or not some me, me sharing in a love triangle with summer newman is absurd um this triangle with sally nick and and uh adam is absurd and i need something better better than that where's that romantic consultant that they had a few years ago break her back
2: yeah um i'm gonna read off this comment real quick before you go i, I like this one from simone she said in the chat, she said, I am done with this. I said last week that it was more earned with Sharon and Chelsea. Even Sage was better than this because she made it clear she wanted nothing to do with Adam and he wanted nothing to do with her. And to be quite honest, I would also say Sage was a little bit more warranted because without him, she's dead. I believe him and, and the grandmother, some nonsense like that. That's why he stayed alive with Justin Harley's version. So all these triangles made a little bit more sense to me. But sadly, I just think if you were going to do this, you should have at least establish Adam and Sally more than three months. Because they were together, then they broke up, and I have an issue believing Adam is just broken up about it to this extent. When you got Sharon and Chelsea literally on the show, that literally makes no sense to me at all.
0: Did you want to say something, Carrie? Uh, no, I echo what you all say. I mean, you got, I'm with you, Sharon, in a love triangle with her former, hopefully soon-to-be stepdaughter. When and and like you said, whether you come down on the chic or Shadam side. It makes sense. I mean, at least it's Sharon, Adam, and Nick. Come on. Uh, yeah, Sally Spector, I think, has um, reached her expiration date. She needs to go back over there to Bolden and find Thomas so that maybe you can fly a flame under Hope's But <laughs> Wait a minute.
2: Does somebody in this chat room say Sally Spector equals woman in power? <laughs> okay.
0: Yeah, yeah I, I did. Yes, I sure did. Okay, that's that's okay. what I was told. Yeah. I heard that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Do you believe
2: those values and views? you um, well,
3: if that's, that's woman empowerment, they set back the woman, the woman's woman yeah. about fifty, 60 yeah, years. about fifty
0: fucking years, as, as my mother would say. Yeah, so. You, 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 you set the bra burning a of, of back way, way, way a lot. A lot of women but- are angry right now because you. I'm
1: gonna
2: go to the next. Okay, this storyline here. I think y'all remember last week. I said it was something that Victor said. Remember that I thought that he was going <laughs> to say. And he said something. And so I'm starting to realize when I'm at work or something, I have to really listen to the scenes in his office because there's always something stupid that's going to come out and I always have a false belief. So I, I'm curious what Kim th- was thinking the same as me. So i got to start with this scene. Victoria comes into this office. I could not believe what I heard. She said, "Hi, Dad." I said, are, "Are you okay? Did you de-age fifteen years, or is that you before me?" And then, and then Mister said he was shocked. He had to look back a bit, so that's why I had to turn myself at the TV and say, "What's going on?" He had to turn back and look. He said, "Did he think it was kids? Abby?" I, I think he was confused because he said, "This is a, a new change of thing." She said, "Yeah, i realize realized what I've done was wrong. You know, Daddy, I realized." I you saying, "Daddy," a lot. I don't quite understand. <laughs> what is this here? And then he said, yeah, you seemed upset with me for what I did. She said, yeah, you know, I finally realized, you know, that you did the right thing for taking over the company. I'm thinking this is some straight-up nonsense. Yeah, she said, I did think you lost your way a little bit, but I understand what you did. And then she pretty much said, you know, when I look back on things, I realized stuff that I did then she he he said after what I did with Ashlyn he said yep that's true I said oh she she's having an evaluation about her so she said what happened with Ashlyn what happened here here now this is the line I can't wait I need Carrie to finish what this line is here so the next line she said I finally realized what the common denominator is I said what me it's it's Adam
0: it's Adam right do I get a lollipop
1: Wait, before you you go, I
2: got to tell you what happened. My idiot behind, I said, well, she's finally having a moment of growth.
0: You thought she was having a moment of clarity.
2: Uh I thought she was going to say the common denial. I can't. And then she said the common denominator is Adam. I said, what? I had
0: to turn him around.
2: I said, what the right, I, That's what you gathered? That's what you gathered oh from that God. speech? Are you serious?
0: Adam are, has are you The only common thing i see seen person between person. Adam and Ashlyn is their name start with A. So You're yep. trying to say
2: that everything that's happened has been Adam for. I thought that this was a moment because she huh? was bringing up F- she put up all the crimes she did. Oh you know what though? This but this you know what to be Wait a minute though. You know
0: something though? Wait a minute though. That's true. Adam's the reason that J T beat her. Oh no, no, he wasn't even No, no,
2: he's
0: not. He, <laughs> he paid, paid him, him
2: no i don't remember that scene but yeah to me this has gotten i know know jay probably missed this scene but i could not believe like i think the stuff in Victor's office your ears got to be open up so last week we got mr vicious saying nick disappointed him this week we got victoria i thought she had a moment of clarity and growth said a common denominator is adam and then she said look at what's happened you gave him this many chances she said if i had done some stuff he did i said stop it you are the
3: favorite. She went on the Victoria. Favorite. Listen, it's time. It's time for Victoria to go find some outside projects. I think. I think it's time for Victoria to um go visit her son Reed for a couple of months to give us a break from this character because there's nothing more pathetic on both. I'm on why now right now than Victoria Newman like she is she she's disgusting and she's obsessed with hating her brother and for a fifty year old woman it is it is. Uh, it is absurd, and she needs to get some help. I mean, <laughs> you cannot blame Adam for every issues, every issue in your life, especially, you know, you know who the problem is, Victoria, and you and you know who the problem is when you're too afraid to say it. You're standing in front of him. Victor Newman is the problem. I, think the problem. I was going to
0: say, it's, it's a, a, you know, she, she used to I stand know. in front of a mirror, then she'd see the problem, because <laughs> I can't even blame Victor, because you know what? Victor, right. Victor, Victor has fucking coddled her for years. She's
3: yeah. the problem. She's yep. a bitch. But I, I, I get that you're right. She is the problem. But yep. the root cause of all of this issues between her and her siblings is her, is her father. And you know, for there have been times that Victoria has called him out and has been against Victor. So it's not in her not in her will to call her father out on his bullshit. Huh? But instead, all she does is blame Adam. What like, like like it's 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 absurd. Like it, it is. You guys are not doing this character no favor. And then they say, Oh, well, if Heather Tom what is the last time said so- hi to her. If if, if mm-hmm. Heather Tom was in this role, she would still be unlikable because it's what she's saying. Not how right. she's saying it. It's what she's saying. It's absurd. It's like they're 12 years old and you're trying to get Dave's attention. You know, that oh, Adam's getting all the attention. Adam this, Adam's that. Adam is a child. You know, if if you if you were twelve, Adam was two, so Adam will be a child that you're picking on. So, but instead now you're fifty, he's forty, and you guys are just childish. It's ridiculous, and it, it, it's it's they are just they need to thaw out Victoria and get her some business that outside of Newman. Like I, go I that go. Was go what she
0: was doing with Nate and didn't work.
3: Go. Oh yeah, Nate was pulling
0: Adam. him. Right.
3: Go to the go to the issue. carnival or something. Go, I don't know. Go back to Jaboa or something. Do something with Victoria because it's just not good television.
2: Well, well, before I go to Kim, I also wanted to throw this in as well. We got him over there work, working for Nate, and then Nate. Another issue I'm having. He said, "Well, you know, I lost any type type of good in you when you um, was uh, blackmailing Audra for keeping that Tucker thing a secret." I'm like uh audra was she keeping a minor having sex with the musician how is that how is Adam the oh, issue? this is my issue How is adam the issue for blackmailing her over this evil secret but audra is okay for holding a secret like this i'm just this whole blame adam of the adventure is something else and i'm just pissed off he's even working under nate nate has no anything to be a, a charge of anything i'm gonna need Victor to be playing nate, somebody you know literally <laughs>
3: makes no sense nate Nate needs to go back to the hospital. That's what he needs to do. Like businessman yep. Nate, it's just, it's just it's 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 just not it's just not working. Like I don't understand what what they're doing with these characters. I mean, my God. I mean, you have Adam Newman working for Nate. It's absurd. But okay, it, what's that? Carrie knows it's Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. It's like Adam, Marshall. Adam. Adam, Adam. <laughs>
0: that's what I just Jay, Jay. That's what I just put in the chat. Adam, Adam, Adam. I just put that. It's, it's just, oh, you did? But it, yep. oh, crazy. Two minds look good alike. Like
3: it's just, it's just crazy. Mm-hmm. It's like, it, oh gosh. The, the issue for me is that these people are in their forties and fifties. I mean, come, can you guys grow up, please? Like, clearly like, not, I'm right? Good.
2: And your thoughts on both
1: stories. I, I echo everything you all said. Like this is insane. I'm tired. I need to grow up. I'm so tired of Nate, Victoria, Victor. It, just the whole it, it's just it's it's kinda like I don't know, it's kinda like a quote that Tucker had said when he was talking about it. He's like, My God You know you're so just like Ashley, it's I starting to feel like you're you guys aren't even a family, you're more of a cult. And I, just the whole a, a thing. I feel like that was the Newmans, you know, with Bass and Adam. It, it's, ho- sorry, it's horrible. I ask for everything? I've been watching.
3: Mm-hmm. I've been on YNR. A quick question: Does anyone know that Victoria is screwing Nick? I mean, Nate. Everyone
2: knows
1: right Nick does. Yeah, yeah. Nick yeah. 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 does. I know. Yeah, they yeah. know common knowledge. Yeah, they know. Mm-hmm. They know. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. Yeah, because okay. Nick even threw it her face. Because there was a scene, I think, where Nick said, didn't you learn anything from the Ashland stuff, like, what, months ago? Yeah. Because that's when even I peeped. Right. right. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, Nick has been pissed off with this. Yep, they know. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he's right. She so hasn't like, learned a damn
0: thing. Insane, so. but, but you yeah. know what?
2: This, this is a good, this going to be a good transition. Oh, sorry.
1: Did you finish, Kim? Sorry. Before I gonna... oh. oh, yeah. I'll just say the, Adam, the whole Adam, 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 hey. I'm just over it. He just shouldn't be. I, I just don't even think he needs to be at Newman anyway. Like I'm just so tired of him and and the Billings and the Ashley. Just oh, I got to get to the family company. The family company. The family call company. Like I said, I feel like it's a call, like, and they're drawn to the call. It's just insane. Get your own venture. At this point, it's just not even worth it because they just bash him. I don't even. It, it's. Just, I don't even understand how you can just deal with that. <clears throat> it's ridiculous. So, with are draining. Uh,
2: I wasn't gonna even have this as a transition, but seeing how we just talk about Victoria, this is a beautiful character to transition into, and that's Miss Phyllis, another one who don't seem to realize she's the problem. I don't quite understand. <laughs> so this lady is over here upset because Lauren made some comments. Once Lauren seen her, she said, Oh, snap, I seen Phyllis, and then she seen her with the dress. She said, Please don't tell me what it, that is, what I think it is. Yeah, that that's 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 Diane's dress, yeah. She's upset about that. And then, you know, Lauren said, do you, like Phyllis said, do you want me to deliver it till so she got to leave town? She said, no, you know, why would I make you deliver the dress to Diane? Laura said, no, I'm going to get someone else to do it. And then my, my funny, we talk about funny scenes of the week. We see Danny and, Danny, Danny, you know, and Phyllis speaking to one another. She's, you know, always me, you know, she's crying and making, not holding responsibility. And she's saying, you know, just hold your laughter, Carrie, she said. She wished that people could give her the benefit of the doubt. Um you know everyone in this
0: <laughs> <laughs> Who said that? <laughs> Phyllis Romulani <or> <laughs> Newman summons?
2: She, she said she said she said I don't she said, Everyone in this town, you know her y'all know her Anyone in uh-huh. this town to you to do bad things and they get chance after chance, but not me. Why does everyone hate me? You know, even how much this year you hate me, you know. And she said it makes me all sad that everyone is no one is willing to give her a second chance. And me, I'm thinking you're talking to this are fifth, That's my issue. You and right now you are doing a current crime that no one knows you are doing. So what do you mean? <laughs> you get? Are you serious? And then I love that Danny is saying what me and Kevin' been saying in our conversations. He said, um, "Summer still love you. You still got Daniel. And look, I'm still here." Lauren, uh, weren't you just talking with her earlier in the episode? Is it your best friend Michael out of town and y'all still interact? So where is she getting this no one talks to me thing? Is it just Jack? because like Who else is holding you to the fire right now? You and Diane never got along, so I can't say that's a person who's getting... So what benefit of the doubt are you supposed to get at this point Danny or something should not even be talking to you, and Danny, you know, Danny also got to slam him a little bit. How did this thing end with Danny and Phyllis over there
1: playing the piano? I said, what is, what
2: is this? Are you serious? And then we also got a nice mention of their past, when she said, you a lucky man that I, of everyone I drugged out. I figured, you know, pretty much she brought up the history that of everyone I was with, you know, uh. I did that to you, and pretty much, and she pretty much brought it, so If you didn't know, yeah, she drugged him, made him believe that she raped a man, or she did all that nonsense, and she brought it up. But it was kind of just a laugh to say of everybody, I did this to you, I did this to the most nicest person in the world, which is, of course, why he ended up being the good dad to Daniel. That's why I don't quite understand Danny's foolishness about him having to fill his heart, but that's just me. Yeah. Um, Carrie, I mean, not Carrie, uh, Kim, your thoughts, uh, Phyllis? No one ever gives her the benefit of doubt. Her words, um,
1: well, you. you know, her, but do, do you feel she bad for, you down. know, for her? Not at all. Yeah. She needs to have yeah. several, several seats and them, some. This is insane. I'm tired of her, too. This is just, I feel like about her, but like the way I feel, the way I feel about Victoria, they both can just go off somewhere and get lost, someone kidnap them or something, because oh, I'm she- just tired of them both. And Phyllis is just oh, grew up just so tired of everyone looking down on me and not giving me a chance at the chance everyone's done wrong in this town. And blah, blah, shut up. Like, just, you no, know, suck it up. Suck it up. You did wrong. Suck it up. But he, she, you continually do wrong. She continually does wrong. And she's just upset because people won't give her the benefit of the doubt. Let them be upset. They have every right <clears> to be like she she continues to hold the grudge against Diane, and even um, oh goodness, what is her name? Diane, Diane, the, one who, the the one that designed Diane's dress and oh Lauren yeah. looking over there for her, Lauren, yes, yeah, thank you, even Lauren was like, you know, what are you gonna do like like you are you can you give her a bit of a doubt no, never, never, Diane, like goodness. <laughs> Well, you know what? Everyone has a right to not give you anything. Is benefit of doubt either? So shut up and mess me with that. Oh, I cannot stand that character. <laughs> well, you know what?
2: Probably someone could because this is Jay's favorite character. So how you feeling about your lady Phyllis? No one gives her the benefit of doubt. I'm curious if you agree with that. Does no one give Phyllis the benefit of doubt?
0: Put upon Phyllis.
3: Well, I give Phyllis the benefit of the doubt, and she doesn't appreciate it. Um, I. <laughs> You know, it is, it is, the writing for their lead, it, it, it's really absurd how you can call your actor's lead and give them these this subpar material because, you know, I, I just, I don't understand, I'm not, no, you have characters that will never root for Phyllis. You have characters like me who love her through it all, but you have some characters but I mean, you have some people who are uh, uh, fans. Hold on, let me take the back. I'm sorry. You have people who will never be on Phyllis' side. You have people like me who will always be on Phyllis' side. You have people who, in the right circumstances, will take a, her side and be fair. You know, but they give Phyllis no wiggle room. The writer, Josh Griffin, gives Phyllis no wiggle room they just write her so ridiculous. And whenever she takes a step forward, like a couple of weeks ago with Billy, they drag her right back. And I don't understand the point of writing your lead actresses this way. And they do it with Victoria, and they do it with Phyllis, and then you wonder why they're so hated. And they are, they, Victoria is, is an ice queen, yes, but there's layers to her iciness. Phyllis is a psychopath, yes, but there's layers to her craziness. Like, you cannot keep writing these lead characters like this. And they wonder why they're not liked. Because you're not writing them to have any type of layers. I mean, Phyllis she has no <laughs> self-awareness whatsoever. Um, she has been given a second chance. She's not in prison. She's walking around general <laughs> city free, you know, right now. And who cares if Jack doesn't like her? Who cares if Diana's like her? She should be focused on her children. And her grandchildren liking her, but instead she's still pulling shenanigans and breaking the law. So I don't want to hear no more about Phyllis. You know, not, nobody give her a second chance. She be getting plenty of chances. I just don't understand the the point of writing, you know, characters like this. I can't defend Phyllis. I she's my favorite character on on um this show. I can't defend uh, her actions right now. So it's 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 she's she's becoming unwatchable. Like Victoria, and they need to. If you're going to cram Phyllis, if you're going to treat Phyllis and Victoria as lead actors on this show, give them lead actress material that's worthy of their care of the caliber of Amelia and, and, and Michelle Stafford. I mean, have them be whiny and stupid is ridiculous and is unbecoming of you know, is beneath Phyllis. Phyllis is a complicated character, she's always been a wacko, she's always been. know crazy but there's layers to her craziness and they just go they just go too far with it and make her whiny and pathetic i mean that it it was not diane 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 it's uh you know nobody likes me no everybody forgives diane everybody forgives everybody else but not me nobody likes me it's just it's just those shouldn't care that nobody likes her she should thrive that nobody likes her she should love that people hate her and that she's a bad bitch and that she you know runs circles around everyone but instead she just is she she's just unwatchable at this point and i have no defense of phyllis i have nothing i tried my best to defend her daughter diane stuff but I, there's nothing i can say about Phyllis right now
2: well i'm not sure if i'm um, cat every dude i know you haven't watched but do you feel no one gives phyllis the benefit of the doubt or we know you
0: laughed but you probably have a different opinion. No, I I, I think she <laughs> I think she's right. I mean, do you understand what it's like <laughs> it's for lot. Phyllis mum, mum, laddie, to run through that town with the scorn of everybody and her kids haven't talked to her or said anything. And you so know what? You, you, right? know, you right? know and you know what's even worse? You know what's even worse? Some her husband before her own mother. I don't remember Can you, can, <laughs> so, can you even uh, imagine what it must feel like for Phyllis to have her daughter choose her husband above her? And she didn't know care that I, she was going to jail.
2: That's a lot of fake news that i <laughs> I apologize if anyone thinks that's real. I don't remember those episodes, but mm. this person claimed to
0: have one. Go, <laughs> go on Paramount Plus, you'll find them. The deleted scene. Okay. Yes,
2: yeah, you sure are right about that. The deleted episode. F- yeah, you're right. Yeah, here we go to this, this last story here. Okay. Mamie is the secret investor into Chancellor Winters, and she says she wants to bring the family back together. And I also like how they had her and Nate still being close. He knew about it right away as well, and they also talked about Olivia. Jill returns to the secret party throne, and she says she wanted to see who was the secret investor and why she wasn't invited to the party. She doesn't trust this whole Mamie thing and wonder why she invested into this company when it wasn't needed. And since Victor is a silent partner, why did he agree to this? Um, he even looked at Abby like, "Hey, Abby, did you know about this?" And Abby said, "Uh, don't look at her. She has no idea what goes on in human business." I said, "Thank you, Abby. Yeah, that's that. She don't know anything that goes on. So Victor knew, no, yeah, he ain't tell her at all. So." This brings Devon and Lily in a difficult situation because, you know, Jill was telling them please, you, I know me and Mamie have a history. She's doing this for a reason. It's something that that's not quite right with this. And then, you know, Nate is over there defending Mamie, saying, well, you know, she just want to bring the family together, you know, good for the benefit of the doubt. And they did. I think Devon or Lily, one of them said, well, it's kind of difficult to do that because last time we put our trust in the family, remember, they betrayed us. And that was and Nate. He did that. So they have a difficult time believing any family who's coming out the woodwork for a long time. And I like that Devon and Lily also had a conversation with Devon said. I barely know know her. We know she's a great Aunt Mammy, but we don't really know her. We haven't spent time with her, and Lily barely knows her. They know of her, like, at the 50th year anniversary, but they haven't spent much time with her. The last time she was a character was 2004, so that was, like, right when DeVon was coming in. You know, once she was leaving, he was coming in, and even then, when he first came on the show, he wasn't completely tied into being adopted by the winter. So Um, I I would say this storyline. Oh yeah, and by the way, Mamie is talking to a mystery person. We have no clue who it is. I'm so I know a lot of people are saying Drew. I do not think that. <laughs> I think people just really want this you know, channel to be alive. But I know I, I, I don't think that would make much sense. But I will say, I've I said this a lot. People who are saying who swear I see a lot of people slamming Demona Lily. They do not know who Mamie is. I think this is a point where the fans need to take their knowledge from. They knowledge through the history. Thirty years ago, yeah, from what they see, and be honest, eighty percent of people probably don't even know who Mamie is. They just look it through YouTube videos. And we being like a lot of a lot of y'all were not even alive when the last time this lady was on the show, or when she was a 4 time member of the show. But even even if you were just looking through receipts like I do, I look at the old school vintage clips because I wasn't alive through a lot of this. In the last twenty years they haven't mentioned Mamie. I don't remember Des saying, Hey, Mamie was here. And again, when the oh, Hey her. Mamie, I got a
0: Christmas card from Mamie.
2: And you're right, no disrespect. We could have made this up. She showed up at the Neil died. Where was she? When Drew died, that's her, that's a part of the, the family that's <coughs> she's a part of Olivia and Drew's part of the family. Where was she during these moments? See these are the moments of four she just wrote it. We can't pretend it didn't happen unless they say, they make up a lie, and say, let me say, well, you know what, she was there during them times, but she wasn't. Even the mom, we with you when my wife, Hillary, died. She wasn't around for nothing, so you can't, I, I didn't like the moment when she said, I want to bring the family back to what it was. I'm one and I'm going to say, I don't remember what the family was when you were here, because I don't remember you here. I, I've been a part <laughs> of this family for 20 years, and I don't remember a baby in my family. That's nice that my father and so my father and mother know who you are, but my family... Fe- Family has been of not knowing you you existed. Same thing with Lily. They know a family that's not with her. You can't say I wanted how Drew, when it was with Drew and stuff because unfortunately it didn't continue. To, it didn't continue down that way. Devon and Lily grew up a different way. So you, I don't quite know you want to strain from what family. You, you you need to go ahead and talk to Nate who's over there betraying family. members, talk to him about this. I've also seen some suggestions that it could be Tucker maybe. That's talking that that would be pretty interesting, but. I'm curious. Um, which, I I know this might be a little difficult for uh, you, Kim, because I don't think, I think you honestly could say you don't know, Mamie, but don't worry because Devon and Lily barely know either, so, so you're okay. So what's your point on this storyline? <laughs>
1: this is, this is, I'm actually interested in this storyline, Um, and I didn't know Devon and Lily didn't know maybe, but when I found out, I was like, oh, okay, well, dude, they acted accordingly. Like, they should have acted the way they acted. I would have acted the same way. So, I mean, they're just as much in the dark as anyone else, and they want to know what's going on. They're not sure. They don't know what she's capable of, or what she's into, who's with her, anything to do. <coughs> they're like, okay, she's family, but still, we have to tread with lightly and be, and, and just be you know, with caution, you know, in the situation. So, I mean, they acted how they definitely supposed to have acted um she's i don't really know who she's working with at first i was like is it tucker but i don't really know because i don't i know he's just going go on destroying Jabo. so i don't really think it's him. i I'm just i'm just curious to find out who she's talking to who she's goose and and what else does she have planned because she's like it's just getting us getting started and it's that and and if things are going according to plan. I'm like, what is going on? So I know she's there to stick it to deal first and foremost, obviously. Like, that's obvious to me. And I don't even know the history, but I appreciate the fact, the the, the history and flashbacks and everything because I know a little bit more now. So I just, uh, I mean,
0: maybe it's, maybe it's, it's getting oh,
1: You know, <laughs> I don't know. All I know is that I'm just, I just appreciate everyone's opinion about this because. I feel like they do have a right to get to kind of be kind of be skeptical. Yeah, it was a family event and stuff so like that. you should enjoy, but to be on their p's and q's, they all uh, rightfully so. It's, they they deserve to that, do that because we don't know what she has planned. And clearly, she is working with, with someone because the viewers know that, but they don't. So, yeah, I mean, but I'm loving the storyline. I'm so interested in seeing more of this the and the, the dynamic or whatnot. And I haven't seen them in, in the past, but. I'm looking forward to seeing more as they do flashbacks for the history of it. I'm liking it so far. This is good to me.
2: Yeah, you're right. I think, I'll be quite honest, I feel the Mamie scenes. I like those scenes with Jack and stuff because they actually know her more than Devon and Lily do. That's the crazy ooh, thing ooh, they, they okay. do, like because they they, they do because unfortunately mm-hmm. she has because she hasn't been really on the show and she like she helped raise them and all that when they were younger. So it's like she mm-hmm. really knows. They they know who she is where the and Lily, yeah. I can't just say I understand you because you're a family member. That's exactly what mm-hmm. happened with Nate. Just because you're a family right. member, you, we like, okay, let's bring you in. But, no, we have to know something. If you were the secret of us that we didn't even know in the beginning, like, why are you taking over this? Can we get something? Can we understand what's going on? And then you a hatred for Jill. Right. And I know, and and I do like that. Jill said, it's a lot of our history that you don't know. Even if they end up being on many side. They don't know it, in again should she be held to what she did thirty years ago is my question, so like that so I don't really know it depends on how the storyline is done for me. but Jay, what is your thoughts on this story? I'm not sure how much you watched this, but do you feel she has good intentions or what like what, what's going on here with this one? And who is the secret person she's chatting with as well? Oh, I guess, it's, I guess somebody oh. must have walked in. Oh I, gotta, I gotta,
3: oh, I got just came back. Oh, I'm sorry. I was kicked out for some reason. Um, this is why. This is what happens when off-screen storylines don't work. So mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of people say that off-screen, Lily and Devon have a relationship, but it's not been on screen. So that's not our fault. Um,
2: well, hold on. So, yes. Continue that. Where was that mentioned? Because I, I don't remember maybe getting mentioned for all these years. And I don't, in, I, the I, recent I episodes, no, They said they barely know the lady.
3: I don't know. I don't know. But that's and that's the thing.
0: And if it was off screen, they would explore. just have Devon say that. Like, we would, that's the thing. We have to go by the last thing that they said because I don't remember it being I'm told just, otherwise. I'm
3: just, to, I'm just trying to piece together the, the reactions of this storyline because to me it doesn't work for me because like I believe if some people have some throwaway line of them talking about maybe, you know, 15, 20 years ago, 10 years ago, fine. But to me, um, it doesn't work. Um, You need to establish a relationship with these characters and they could have done that at Neil's funeral. Um, They could have done that uh, at one of his many, uh 15 uh memorial uh, services uh remembrance <laughs> days of neil um it's about 20 since he's died so they could have had one of those um um so i get where it can be confusing but i do find it compelling um i', mean, I it's probably one of the few things that i'm finding interesting um on why' not right now um as far as who she's talking to I wanted to be a secret child between John and Mamie. I know people might not like that, but um, from the history between her and Jill, and the history of Mamie and the Abbott family, I would have loved that John and Mamie have a kid out there somewhere, um, and I will find that Alex? interesting. Um. Uh huh.
0: His name is Alex.
3: Oh please! <laughs> no, but you're right though. I, I would be.
0: I would be down for that. All bullshit aside, I'd be down for that.
3: So I, I think, I think that um, that would be interesting to you know watch. But if it's not a secret child, I would like it to mean something. I need. I need. I need it to mean something. I need it to be somebody not Tucker, not Victor, not whoever. But oh, please, y'all, it's not Drusilla. I mean, let, let's let let mm-hmm. let's, I agree. let to let it go. Yeah. Let's. <laughs> it's time for us. Drusilla is dead. It's time for us to um deal with the facts here. And unfortunately, you know, we love Victoria Raul, but you know, she's never stepping foot on that set again. Um, and it's okay. Um, now they recast the role of Drusilla uh uh we would have to cross that bridge when it if it happens um but let's let's stop the foolishness uh until it until it's posted that you know a black woman is 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 coming back as drusilla then okay but if not let's let's stop that um but like i said i hope i really wanted to be a, a secret abbot child because i feel like that would bring such a a, a better um because it's history and watching that scene between Jill and her on in the flashbacks and going on YouTube and watching clips before they were taken down ugh, um you know there has been to me I'm, i I was I wasn't alive yet so I wasn't watching it back then so but to me the way that from the scenes that I saw in the relationship between her and the Abbots, I don't think it's 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 not it's not uh, out of the um we're
0: almost possibly's it
3: Yeah, it's not, it's not, it's not a possibility there's a secret Abbott child out there or grown man or woman now, but we'll see. But like I said, it's compelling and I'm, I'm, it it takes Nate out of the whole uh, Victoria foolishness. So, I mean, let's do it.
2: But see, but see, this is the problem more, so I agree with Drew Jay when it comes to off-screen relationships, because whether people, fans are saying it or not, Devon does not have one. If they could show me a scene where he talking about his great Aunt Mamie, please hit me up on Twitter or anything. I doubt you will find that scene of him talk about the great time he had with Aunt Mamie. But in saying that, I'm going by the dialogue that was today. Not today. A few episodes ago, and I liked that he was talking to Jill. He was like, she was like, he say "With your read on it, he said he don't, he doesn't know. He he don't understand why this was a secretive. If he, if she wanted to family together, why didn't she just call us, come into town, and say, you know what, I want our family to go together?" And then he said, "But again, I don't really know her that well." And he said, "I think that he said he don't know if she gets a kick out of doing this. Thing. He he don't know. See, if he's saying that, that means he doesn't know this lady at all because you know, maybe it's not like that. Like I think a person in a chat room." knows Mamie more than DeVon was saying Mamie would never go against the stuff. So we know her. But literally in his dialogue, he is saying he does not know her. Then he also mentioned how Jill, you know her better than me. And that's and I'm having an issue with that because you are also getting an opinion from a biased person because Jill and her doesn't get along. I need somehow for him to know that Jack knows her and get the opinion from her because Jack right now has a good relationship with both Jill and Mamie. So I think her or Tracy Abbott, a Tracy, that's a good one, a real unbiased mm-hmm. eye of, hey, can I know yeah, a little bit? Right. From the She's so,
0: w- without agenda. Can't be She'll be you can't.
2: honest. Yep. Yeah, if, you can't, if you're going to get it from jail, then, well, DeJuan is going to be on Jill's side, and I'm not going to like it for those reasons. So, But he doesn't know anything, and Lily doesn't know anything. Nate, I think he's probably a little too unbiased because he knows her too well. So I, I think Tracy Abbott might be the most unbiased ear you can get in this situation, to be quite honest. So, I hope he talks to one of the adverts and they say, hey, how is your And they say, oh, this is how she is. But this is what happens when you have off-screen relationships, but in this case, they didn't even have an off-screen one. So this is the issue where you don't have characters in the show for a while. Talk about we want the family together because I wish my great aunt come into town saying we're going to put this family together. I'm like, man, great aunt, I don't even remember you in town, never, but nice to see you, I guess. So, yeah.
0: like, Where were you for my fifth birthday? Where were you for my graduation?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where was you for a lot of stuff, so I'm interested in this storyline. Can't wait to see where we go. Any additions
0: anyone have to add? Carrie, Kim, Jay, anything else before we head over to both? No, like you said, even though there's some stuff that don't make sense, it, 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 depending, well, I'll say this, depending on who they tell us is she speaking to, I think it could be compelling if they if they bring something from the past or whatever. I think it'd be, it could be really good, depending on who they drag up out of nowhere.
2: You, you're completely right, and
0: as you mentioned,
2: we can't bring up fake news. I'm sorry if they did not have an off-screen relationship. I'm not going to say that just to make my – make the demonic the, the getting hated make sense. Nope, they should stick by how they're sticking after they got screwed with Nate. That's just my opinion on mm-hmm. that. For now, scheduled to change my
0: mind in the future. That's it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. All right. We want to to LA. L.A. Let's see. Let me grab my recap. What do I do with that? Here it well, in L.A., um, Sheila and Deacon are basking in the glow of their engagement. Meanwhile, Eric's condition continues to worsen and he's still not telling anyone. He's just getting fabric and buying jewels and he says he's gonna when he wins this challenge he's gonna take his office back. We gotta get into this because ooh boy. Um meanwhile, Finn and uh, Hope had an interesting frank conversation when she went to bring Kelly's pillow because I guess Finn still hasn't sent these uh things to Europe to be to go for Kelly. Um did I forget something? Oh, Luna, we, we now know that Lu, we know who Luna's mother is. We now know that Luna is Lee's sister. Um, And for some reason, Luna's mother, I think her name is Poppy, does not, is very concerned about Lee finding out that this young lady Luna is Aunt Lee and, and, and or Finn. Apparently it's going to be an issue if they know she's in L.A. Why? I have no idea. So it's intriguing that this is supposed to be a problem that this young lady's in LA. Um I don't know. Oh and then at the end Deacon uh, um Finn did go speak to Deacon um I guess about Sheila. Uh, Tia did you are you getting get any more warm and fuzzy feelings about Deacon and Sheila's engagement?
2: Um I don't quite understand how he's willing to risk it all for non toes after everything that has happened. Makes no sense to me, but we at least we know he loves her uh, With the, against the world. I guess they are doing him Quinn again, because we all remember, for the people who didn't watch that, remember how much Hope did not want that marriage to happen. He said, I love you, daughter, but I'm marrying Quinn, and then she moved on past it. But I believe that this is a little worse because of what this mm-hmm. lady has done. But this is Beacon Sharp, so it is what it is. Um uh, hope that she can feel the happy with this development.
0: Yeah, it's bizarre. I can't wait to see Hope's reaction because you know she did you know defend him and take up for him. So I I don't know. Um, well, also okay. the episode did and
2: well, then the episode did end with her um, uh, Deacon showing that uh, Sheila was with
0: him. Yep, that was how the episode ended. That mm-hmm. she came popping out of the woodwork. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah, because I didn't watch the last minute because I got stuck on basketball or football or something. So he does know that uh, So Finch saw that she uh, she and Deacon are yeah. a thing. Yeah. Yep. yep. Okay. She said, okay. I hope
1: you you can accept did, it. She said, I hope you can accept it.
0: Did he have a reaction? Or could you tell? Um, he was just
1: staring. Look, I can't really mm-hmm. say
0: because
2: I don't want to say nothing out loud, but there's reasons I can't say if he had a reaction or not because of certain reasons. But, yeah, I guess he had a reaction. I guess.
1: Oh, yeah, he okay. just just, yeah. Gave, just stared and it went off. Oh, awesome. okay. So, so, so you <laughs> so you weren't moved, Kim? <laughs> not at all. Not like not by the not by the, the the least bit. Like it was a negative feeling for me. Like I just I just can't get into this at all. I uh, and I know the you know the same goes. Everyone needs love. Everyone deserves love. And there's someone for everybody. Okay, mm-hmm. I get that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, <laughs> with, with mm-hmm. Sheila and me, she, no, I don't think they're each other. Mm-hmm. I just don't. Like, I just, I can't see it. So, therefore, I just can't get with their happily ever after and their love and conquering the world and showing everyone their fluid love. And, you yeah, know, I mean, I have the exact same look on my face as Finn. So, there you go.
2: Oh, oh boy! Thank I think I mean, think I gonna... have more. I think I have more action in th- my. Well, face. well, I was going
0: to say, Kim, if you had the same look <laughs> as Finn, you know what? You should consider a, a career change. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you might get a few more zeros, you know. Um, liberty, I'm, i gonna get in trouble. Jay J- J- saved me before I get in trouble.
3: <laughs> uh, well, let me discuss it. Uh, um, the great, the great, the great, They're their, are great love. Listen, I, <sighs> I, I, I can't believe I'm saying this. Where's Steffi? Like, I, 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 feel like they're just mm-hmm. cramming this bullshit down our throat because they got Jackie's on maternity, on maternity leave. But yeah, like this, this is just a, this, this is foolishness. Hey, yeah, it's just this foolishness, and you know, I, I why? I mean, why? Sheila is free. We don't need this. What's the point of them getting married? There, no one's like. I, I, I'm just, I'm just confused by this storyline. Um, now I understand why <laughs> we haven't got, we haven't gotten there yet. Why Finn was um not minding the business that paid him this week. Um, now I see why, because you know it's it's, too, it's brothers and sisters um, you know, forming a bond because their parents well, are, are engaged.
0: I'll say this: you know is what, you know what, you know what part of the wedding vows they won't skip till death do us part. I'm just,
3: I'm just over like they are taking this too far, and there are so many other stories they can do other than Deacon and Sheila, like. The fact that Deacon and Sheila is the lead romantic story on this show is preposterous. Like it makes no sense. Who now let's do I think do I think Deacon and Sheila was funny and fun and just two wackos, you know, screwing around fine. But the fact that they're taking it serious is oh. preposterous to me. And and, and, and and if they're not gonna go forward with that with the it's just a waste of time. They're this is just a bunch of filler. Like, why are we not, and I know I'm a dope fan, I'm biased, but why are we, I I like, we could be doing so much more than what we're doing with this show, and it's just, it's ridiculous, and it's just, it's just, I'm not happy, I'm not happy at all, I'm sorry, I'm just, I'm just not happy with both right now, I think they are just, they just popped all of the balloons, and they have regressed, um, a lot of a lot of the the dialogue and the the characters have been regressed. You know, for the sake of speaking of Sheila and this preposterous story.
0: Well, 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 since you mentioned the 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 the, the uh, future step siblings may romantic pairing of the century. Um, apparently, Kelly had a sequin pillow that needed to go to Europe, so. Hope brought it over, and they proceeded to have a conversation about um, her relationship with Thomas and how she deserves better, and how you know he did the things that she did. And Finn was like, you know, you'll find somebody. It just won't be Thomas. And I have, and I don't, and I have to say, I you know, some of us who are on social media saw the the uh, the uproar and outrage, and I just watched these scenes today, and I said to my, and listen, everybody within the sound of my voice knows I'm not a Finn fan, but. I don't know what the fuck he said that was so bad. I mean, at the end of the day, P- put, Hope's gonna have to put her big girl panties on because at the end of the day, she's gonna just like Sarah. Sarah Horton had to do a Chloe, Sierra. When you when you are in in a relationship with a complex person who did bad things, especially when those things were done to you, you're gonna have to learn how to articulate why you're with this person because it's just, if it's just a matter. Because all she keeps saying is uh she wants a man with an undivided heart you know something every man woman child and pet wants an undivided heart i don't fault her for that but the, but the problem is you have to explain why it had to be thomas who did these things to you because she does live in la and i last time i checked there was some single men in la so and and, and it, even like the other day and i mentioned this just as an example when Taylor said, oh, or maybe it was this week, I don't even remember, because I'm probably on space too much talking about it. When Taylor said, oh, are you waiting for, you know, to see what happens with Steffy and Finn's marriage, the character of Hope would go a long way if she would open her mouth and explain it. And I know some people, I'm not saying, I know some people, and I've had, because I've had these conversations that feels like it's called regression from Hope. It's not regression. This is Hope Logan. She, she. This is who she is and has always been. Some people, for some reason, thought just because she started screwing Thomas, she was going to be a different person. She, The the, third pairing could have potential, but half of the pairing is a nutcase and will not articulate and, and own her shit to the ability that she needs to if you're going to be with Thomas. Because now, all of a sudden, she's having a flashback about Finn. I'm like, what? My only issue, I didn't have an issue with what Finn said. I just thought the timing was odd, but okay, Whatever. Kim.
2: Also, wait, well, hold on, real quick. Also, I want you to know the Taylor theme was Monday. Just if you forgot. Oh, so it was. Okay, okay. So that. Monday,
0: so, yeah. so, so yeah. So now, I'm, and that's like you know. That's so hope for me. That's my issue with hope. Why? It's a simple sentence, one line. When Taylor said that, to her, why didn't she just say? Oh no, Finn and Steffi's marriage has nothing to do with mine and Thomas's relationship. That would be actually true because every time she doesn't answer these questions, it leads people on canvas and fans to wonder. Is she still have her nine toes over there in the cabin with um, Thomas? Because at the end of the day, I was supposed to believe that she's with Thomas. If Liam had, because forg- again, she didn't care about the divided heart all this time, number one, number two. If Liam did forgive her, then would she be with Thomas? And again, his obsession aside, this is too one-sided for me. Um, I didn't think I'd be here at the, you know, mid-October, early October after the Rome kiss, and and I still don't know where she's at. Yeah, I guess she's just in love. So I don't know. But again, it's, it's just, it's she's a problematic character for me. Go ahead,
1: Kim. I mean, same, Carrie. I this is just, I don't understand. Um, and I hate this too, because I'm a dope fan. I am. I love Thomas and Hope, but I'm leaning, well, obviously I love Thomas way more than Hope, because Hope is just <laughs> so draining. She's annoying. And she, I feel like, Okay, she's clearly using Thomas, but Thomas doesn't care, and that's upsetting me. Like I'm upset that he's just—he's gonna take any kind of crumb and nickel that's thrown to him from hoping I don't. That's what I don't like because she's like, okay, well, whatever, you know, yeah, he's yada yada yada, he loves me, loves me, loves me, but I just want to screw him, screw his brains out, and that's it. And but that's okay. So. I'm just okay, so that should be okay for everyone else too, if I'm not with him and I'm not claiming him at all, but I, I have a divided heart, and I just want someone who just loves me and, and just me only and when she was just trying to uh spend all this, I'm like, this is just just shut up, and why you know why are you confining in him first and foremost? Second of all, I just don't understand your rationale like I, 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 I think it's horrible. I think it's ridiculous. I think she do, She just wants just to have Thomas in the sack and that's it, but she wants to please everyone else. And she doesn't want to be like her mom, but she's kind of, I don't know, she's just wishy-washy and she's frustrating. And I'm hope fatigued of the soap train. And mm-hmm. it's just preposterous. I really, really do, and I really need for Finn to have several seats, y'all. No, I'm not a Finn fan at all whatsoever, but he needs to have several seats. I mean, oh, you know, the guy is out there, that guy that you, you know, has a, a lot of heart and going to love you, you and, but it's not Thomas. It's not Thomas. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Okay, if he is doing that to push her more towards Liam, to get Liam off that beat, Finn, again, has several seats. See, you have no business in their business anyway. Like you just don't. So for him to just bash Thomas, oh my God! I, I was just so upset with with Hope and with Finn. <laughs> it was ridiculous. And then I was just questioning things because when she hugged them and she got back to the office and thought about that, I was like, oh, I didn't. I kind of didn't really like the way that went because I was like, is she thinking that Finn kind of? meant her, I mean, Vin meant him, you know, that someone was out there. She kind of had that look to me. That's the vibe I got off from that. But I was like, that isn't making you know. I said, you know what, well, that could be something they tap into down the line because the whole hashtag she can thing, where she went deacon, we just never know. They can do so many things with that. But for now, I just need hope and both Finn to have several seats all the way back in the back, please. And Thank you. <laughs>
0: Jay? Um,
3: I really don't even have the energy to even get into this bullshit but I'm going to try my best like I'm just so conflicted because I feel like the producers, the writers, they just don't give a fuck. Because you cannot look at an episode of Bone the Beautiful with Matthew and Anka in the scene together and deny that there's chemistry there. So if you have a dynamite couple that is going to drive story and cause conflict for several characters and have good chemistry, you would strike it while it's hot. And you will you capitalize off that. But instead, they're taking us on this merry-go-round of bullshit. And right now, I'm about to jump off because I'm not going to get invested in something that I know is going to lead to foolishness. And you hear, I didn't say heartbreak because I am aware that Hope and Thomas, you know, could possibly lead to devastation and heartbreak. And, I, and that's fine. That's a soap opera. But i'm not going to waste my time on foolishness and right now i'm watching foolishness because i disagree it's just my opinion hope after the divorce papers were signed again my opinion hope was moving on with her life every freaking day Brooke was trying to convince her to go back to Liam, and Brooke Hope was like, I'm not thinking about Liam and his Divided Heart. He wants to be with Steffi. I'm moving forward. I'm a bad girl. I'm a free spirit. I'm doing all this. Then out of nowhere, they had her over there back in Liam's face trying to get him back. And then after that ended, she's going back into Thomas's face. I want you. You want me. Let's fuck. And then do they do that, and then they disappear for a couple of weeks, and they come back, oh, now she has a divided heart, and she's questioning things. Like, like, like come on, pick a side, uh, Bold and Beautiful. Where do you want this character to go? And then I have the audacity that people say, oh, she's just like Brooke. Hope is nothing like her mother. Her mother led with her heart. She led with her body. She didn't care. What anybody thought. If she wanted somebody, regardless of whether or not they were married in a relationship or on a, their deathbed, she's going to get them. So to me, having oh well, she's just like Brooke, she's not like Brooke at all. Like she does not have, you know, the balls to, to, to say what she wants. She's over there playing games and over there uh uh not not wanting to go too far into it. It's just not good to watch. Like, like, who is this character? Why are we, um, why can't she make up her own mind, her own decisions? Why do I need Finn telling Hope about how bad Thomas is for her? And not even in a way of saying, Oh, I'm going to try to convince Hope to, to go back to Liam so that he can stay for my wife. It's not, it wasn't even that interesting where you could have him plotting to try to break up Thomas and Hope so that he can, so she can go back crying back to Liam. So that Lim would stay away from his wife. Do you
0: Jake? It, can, it can I ask you, cause at, some people feel that wasn't his agenda. It wasn't over up. But do you think there was any part of him to, that was subtle? Cause it, he didn't come out and obviously say it. Cause that would be too obvious. But do you think he was doing it in a sly sort of way? I
3: um, unfortunately, Perry, I don't even give Finn, born as Finn, that, that league way. Like, there was no <laughs> indication to me that he was trying to be slick. Now, that would have been way more interesting, and I could understand why his, what he was coming from. But I don't mm-hmm. mean people trying to convince. Now, listen, like I said, this is, this is my opinion. I'll watch again, but I didn't see any indication that he was trying to push her towards Liam my thing is this i am tired of everyone having to remind hope of who thomas is when she is probably the only cast on that show who has truly felt the wrath of thomas forrester she knows exactly who thomas forrester is no one has to explain to her who she's sleeping with because she knows him like she knows the back of her hand so i don't understand why they are every Having characters try to convince her that Thomas is bad for her, like, like to me, like this is just
0: stupid. Do you think it's because of what and, I said, though? Because because she's not articulating. Other than uh, let's stipulate, I'ma she wants a man with a divided
3: heart. I'm gonna need help, Logan, to open up her fucking mouth. hmm I need her to grow up because the, the it, it's just not flying mm-hmm. anymore. I Because it's something
0: that Tia said.
3: I, have been I can't blame the people her for questioning her. She, the people on this phone months ago, mm-hmm. when they were like, "Oh, when I was defending her about her mind, how she can't, she's confused," but that was four or five months ago. Now <laughs> it's now too. It, it, she's too deep into a girl. Open up your mouth and grow up. Like, 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 say what you want, and not just oh, uh, I'm. I need her to. I need her to say out of her mouth to Thomas. Listen, Thomas, we will never be a couple. But if you wanna screw me, I'm down. Say it, and, and let her make his own mind up. But all this oh, uh, 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 wishy-washy stuff she's doing, I I it, it's annoying me. They have they they could have taken the whole character in a totally different direction than where she is right now. To me, I know y'all say this is Hope lovely to me, but to me, in my opinion, they have regressed Hope you know, hey, we don't have to agree, Agree, that's fine, but I feel like they have regressed Hope because the way she's acting right now, it's, 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 it's her, it's, it's just, it's just childish. And it's like, you know, she's, she's annoying. And it's like, this is the daughter of Brooke, Logan and Deacon, you know, she's supposed to be a little bit more dynamic than what she is right now and i i saw glimmers of it when she was with thomas in the beginning i saw glimmers of it when she was going after her going against her mother i saw glimmers of it when she put those divorce papers on that table and told him to sign them you have and i see Annika do things in her acting that i've never seen her do before and they have just popped it with the with the needle and, and I feel like the, all the little bit of growth and movement we have with the character of Hope, in my opinion, they've regressed her. So I'm not looking forward to none's <laughs> bullshit. And then, you know, with the promo coming next week with Hope, you know, telling Dick he should be with somebody like Sheila. Well, honey, you should be with somebody like Thomas. So I'm pretty sure I deal with some more of of some more people convincing her that if Dickens should be with Sheila, you shouldn't be with Thomas. So, I mean, I'm just over it right now. They have just sucked the soap out of this story. They have soaked the, sucked the scandal out of this story. This should be an explosive storyline. Thomas and Hope being together after everything that's happened between them should be a leading story, but it's not. I'm just over it it's just it's just whoever's writing the scab writers y'all are, are must y'all must still be uh must be uh uh learn how to write under under brad bell because i'm seeing bradley bell all over these scripts you know y'all must be mirror mirroring his writing because i'm not seeing no difference in the writing if, if, if bradley bell was still writing this damn show during during the writing strike <laughs>
0: And I think, and I'm going to go to T here in two seconds, and I think the problem is, I'll speak for myself, I think, well, and, and I feel like when she had her, when she told her mother off, I think some folks probably thought that was the turning point, when now I can say that was the aberration, that was the exception to the rule, when some of us thought that that was going to be the turning point, and that was, seems to be just a one-off, because she can't see, and, 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 and I know you and I have disagreed about this, even uh, part of it is she still wants to keep the halo around her head, like she's she created, and when I say that, I mean, she created an image for herself since she was 18 years old, told people, I wouldn't do A, B, and C. So now she has to grapple with, I don't think she can even accept in her own mind that she is not that person. She put on her and her mother and some people put her on that pedestal, and now she realizes she's off of it. But also, like you said, and Tia has said this, the problem, I can't even blame the Brooks and the people in, in LA of the world because... Other than, because if she's, if I, if she's my daughter, if I am Brooke, God forbid, and she says, I want a man with a divided heart, I will look at her after she gets over the lead and So oh, honey, I agree with you. Go, go back up Wyatt's tree because you had it with Wyatt. Of all, it doesn't have to be with Thomas. That's why I need her to say, even something as trivial as we, we, we create together. We, we, we connect on a creative level and we parent Douglas. Just give me something other than the undivided heart. Because she's been saying it for three fucking months. I'm bored. see. Has- mm-hmm.
2: Well, I'm going to disagree a lot with Jay because when he's saying this is character regression, I think falling in love with, you know, Thomas with regression. I I know people don't like to hear it. I don't see how that's not regression. To me, I think if you had her fall in love with anybody else, I think that's the thing. It's like everyone is so fatigued with Liam that any other option in the world is better, even a person who's done what Thomas has done because if you talk to, like, hardcore Hope and ones who don't care about Thomas, they think they character was assassinated for Thomas. So it's like I can't really say her behavior is really a regression. It's who she is. It's literally who this character has been. So you're just making her who she's kind of su- supposed not supposed to be, and I think people who she's think, been like she who she's been, and that's what I was saying. And live time, I was saying I'm happy everyone is liking this hope, but I don't even realize the hope that's on my screen. I didn't realize her the one I'm seeing now. It's more in line to what I'm used to seeing, and again, and I can't listen to her dialogue about oh, even even the breakdown when she had, I, I was like, there's no way in the world she better get Kim kids when she was over there crying and fin. I said, I'm not sure how long Kim mm, has been watching, mm. but Kim, by any chance, do you happen to remember Wyatt and Hope relationship? Were you watching at that, that song?
1: I wasn't. Uh uh-uh. uh. No, but I don't remember. Okay. Oh, okay. right, right, So you, so you, you won't. Know. But my issue with this right. here,
2: and I know Jay was probably, but me and Carrie are the most familiar with this. Wyatt did love her unconditional. His heart was not mm-hmm. divided. And this mm-hmm. fool chose them. So this is a conversation <laughs> I would they, they need for like race.
3: a white. Huh? I'm sorry to jump into you. They have. I uh, know. Just to just mention of Wyatt, okay? I, yeah. uh, I agree with you on this. You know, to me, go for Go ahead and change your thoughts, not jump in.
2: No, 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 you could go ahead in the white because you're, you're going as well. I'm like, just, I'm okay, I, like, we could all disagree with Thomas, but I just don't like to make this storyline work. You can't disqualify she had a relationship with Wyatt, which is what they exactly, have done
3: with version, exactly. That's what I'm saying. There, that, that's I was gonna say that you know, why it should be a part of the storyline as well. And, and you know, ma- instead of having Finn and in st- in her in the scene. Why not have hope say that bullshit to Wyatt and Wyatt say, "Well, I loved you, and you yes. broke my heart
0: mm-hmm. and hit to Liam." You know, yes, that, that would it be have, wonderful.
3: And then have a mm-hmm. scene where Hope has to atone for, like, "Oh, I, 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 I messed up. Some I made, I hurt some people too." But, but go ahead.
2: No, but you pretty much line with what I'm saying. I think that's my issue for me to enjoy the storyline. I am literally gonna have to forget everything I watch. And you that's, have the amnesia. Yeah, because to me, Bold and the Beautiful. To me, as I said, I watched more Bold and the Beautiful than every single show. Although Young and the Restless is my favorite of all time. Bold, I've known the history of Bold more than every single show. So it's really difficult for me to pretend I did not watch that. She had a committed man, and Wyatt. He stood with her for years, and she kept going back to. She even. She. I believe she even cheated on Liam one time with Wyatt. But again she we're not supposed to remember any of this so instead of having why have all these talk twos about Liam, i need him to have a conversation another one would hope when she say this dumb line and he said but wait a minute i was committed to you all the time and you went back to that even if you have hope respond and say you know what you write I guess I finally realized I got tired and drained out with it. I couldn't even accept that. I just needed to be established. The whole, because her whole thing of crying, like, she cried at the end of the episode saying, why can't no one just love me and only me? I said, but wait a minute. Well, what and actually, to mean, be fair,
0: so and by the way, so did Oliver. Um, if we take away the graduation sex.
2: Yeah, so she actually has had people who've been 100% committed to her and know that uh, people might hate man, but even... The, uh-huh.
3: Go ahead. What... Again, I'm tired of weepy cry baby hope. Like you're when you're you're not doing all this weeping and crying when you're in that office with Thomas, you know, you know, basically telling him to do you on, on, on the table. Like you so brazen enough to have sex without anyone watching, I mean without a, a closed door, a lock on the door, so anybody could walk in on you two. Like, like why aren't you? you know, the same brazen and that you are, like, in in that, in that room with Thomas. I feel like, again, they have to do more because I thought, I found Hope incredibly whiny and pathetic in those things with Finn. I found her just, what are you crying about, love? Like, I don't, what are you crying about, like like you, you've been and here 's my problem, Jay. I
0: agree with you, and here 's my problem with hope. I think every one of us on this phone right now and in this chat room knows if she didn 't get a hankering for Thomas in that moment for as much as she 's crying about the divided heart, if thomas if she didn 't fall into Rome and fall into a moment, and Liam told her, screw, where would she be right now? With the man with the divided heart. See, this is why every time she opened her mouth, this is why I need her to move on from that. Because she's full of absolute bullshit. Because, if, by the way, she tried to... First of all, Liam's never waived. The funny thing is, he has a waffle. She tried to get Liam back three times. When when he first found out and called her out on him. Then the divorce. And then the, the mermaid party. So, if he had told her, okay, we'll give it a try. Is she, is she crying about the divided heart? She tried to get back with him three times. Yeah, no, no, yeah,
2: I I, I agree, but this is the case I do, like, just in general, I just think my issue is her dialogue is terrible. I have to lose my memory to remember what happened. I didn't feel sad for her during any of these scenes. I don't know. When it comes to Thomas, I feel the Thomas relationship is more about her needing somebody to worship the ground she's walked on. I've said that all the time. Someone needs to tell her she's beautiful, she's precious, she's great every single day. That's probably why Wyatt didn't do the job, because I guess he didn't have all the time in the world to tell her how beautiful and lovely and the greatest thing to slice bread she was. I guess he just loved her too much, but not to the extent where he needed to praise her all day. So I guess Wyatt didn't fulfill that part well, and that's when, you know... I just, mm. I, I just, I just can't at this point with this this bad dialogue. So no, I, I wasn't moved by these scenes at all. And I think with Thomas is more. I never believed it was love to begin with, since everything was lust. If it turns into love, then okay. But I feel it's just more wanting somebody to worship her and compliment her all the time. I love the scene with Taylor for saying, "Hey, th- do you know he wants to be with you?" And I'm like, "Yeah, you do realize this, right?" Again, I know he's a grown man, but Thomas, deep down, is trying to change her opinion. When I see Thomas, he's saying, I accept this, but in the same line, he'd be like, just let go. Why are you letting go for it? If you truly accepting her feelings is what it is, you're not going to say let go. You're not going to say, please love me and let him go. No, you already
0: accepted this, so no need for this dialogue. Just have sex and move on. That's
2: and, it.
0: And, to, and and I want to say, and to me, and, and, I, and I know people say, oh, he's an adult. Here's the thing, though, <clears throat> because let me tell you something. Some of us on this phone right now consider each other's brothers and sisters, and I'm, I'm gonna be right, right real. If any one of you that I, as a friend and as what we call a sister, if anyone that I thought was, you know. Take, someone was take say say each one of you loves somebody and that person knew it was taken advantage of. I'm gonna have an issue with that. So to me, it's irrelevant that Thomas is consenting. Mm-hmm, she, she he loves her, so she's taking whether she means to or not. She's taking advantage of the feeling. She knows yeah, we everybody on planet Earth knows mm-hmm. the man's not gonna. I would actually that would show growth for me. I would love for Bradley Bell to throw a cardboard ball, and in several weeks from now, if she hasn't come around for, for for Thomas. That would show growth. I would love that for Thomas. I'm not gonna hold my breath, but. To me, it's irrelevant that he's a consenting adult. He's in love with her. I'm sure we've all been through it at some point where we're going to – when we love a person that doesn't necessarily feel it, we just do anything to stay in that person's orbit until it can't happen anymore.
2: Yeah, and also mm-hmm. a, a compliment. I'm also comment on uh, Simone in the chat room. I agree when she said remember why it was the Thomas man without a divided heart when he first came in. I sure do remember that because mm-hmm. they literally brought him in. They brought him in to be an NT Lamb. That was when mm-hmm. he was and he the, was. Like, like I I feel bad that you actually missed all of this, because when he first came on, he was a real exciting character.
3: Like he was everything
2: He stole diamonds he
0: for her and everything.
3: Yeah, he was and he was completely NT Lamb. So the way they he went yep. with Hope first, wasn't it? And then he went to Steffi after Hope. Oh yes, Remember absolutely. Remember? Yes. Yeah. Hope, yeah. Steffy yeah, was after the so, yeah. so, so so I need I need yeah both. You know, um, I I need them to do something better. And uh, have y'all talked about that that foolishness with Luna yet?
0: Um, I did, yeah, we mentioned, I think I mentioned it just in terms of, like, what, what does, why does, why, I'm intrigued as to why Lee and or Finn are not supposed to know she's in town. Now, I do, I would, I don't know if Bradley Bell remembers that he said something, it was very brief, but I don't know if you all remember when, when Finn came to town, he made reference to something, a girlfriend or something in the past. I would love for them to tie it in. This is why for me, even if they do something to Finn, take him dark, gray, whatever. It's not a rewrite. It's not character assassination because we don't know who John Finnegan is before three and a half years ago. He did make reference to something happening in the past, then it was forgotten. But in terms of Luna, I'm intrigued as to why Lee would have an issue with her being there and, and apparently she was told to stay away from the foresters. So, go ahead, Jay, if you want to jump in on it.
3: Here's... And I, I, I have to disagree, Carrie. I feel like... I feel like if you're going to tie her to someone you can't tie her to the most boring character on that show. And I feel like, you know, do I want them to flesh out John Finnegan? Sure. But I feel like right now he's, that he does not have the, enough screen presence, enough screen presence to warrant someone to come to town related to him I feel like you know I would have preferred her not to be with any with any relation to Finn, Finn because I I feel like um I just feel like that he's just not that interesting quite frankly and I I I I, I I'm I'm just when it, when she said it I was like boo like and I I I, I kind of figured it because, you know, she is, um, I'm not sure what her nationality is, but she is of Asian descent. So I knew they were going to probably, probably be lazy and have her be related to uh, Lee in some way. But I, I feel like, you know, do I enjoy her with RJ? I can care less, honestly. But I'd rather her been tied to someone like a, a Spectra or a, 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 a Spencer or or someone from the past that we can really, you know, draw to history. So I am disappointed that she is Lee's niece. I'm like, who cares? Now, if they have a dynamic story and you know it really, you know, ramps up, you know, the Finnegan Lee drama, fine. But I mean, as far as right now, I, I feel that down.
0: I agree with you, but in, not in terms of Luna. I agree with your sentiment, but not because of the Luna aspect, because I said this, because <clears throat> I've been on some spaces and we've had some mutual, I've had some mutual say. You know, oh, they haven't, they didn't, they haven't developed Finn, this, that, and I'm thinking to myself on a show that that feature. Let's face it, both has all they they write for a grand total of six people. You gave him the leading lady for three and a half years. He does have adopted parents, and you gave him CBS's biggest villain, a Sheila Carter. Like you said, I need to find more reasons for him to be tied to the campus, but I don't have the likes of Darren Brooks, Don DiMaggio being written for. No, I mean, so I agree with your overall sentiment, but I at this point it's done. I I only want to know like. I'm only interested because they're making it seem like there's something shady. So we'll see. Kim, uh, did you have something on Luna? I don't, I don't know if we already talked about it. Uh. Um,
1: no, you know, I'm just, I need more information to be determined. We'll see what happens with them. I'm interested because they're going to incorporate it. And, you know, with her aunt and everything, with her aunt Lee, like, this is just, this is interesting. Just wondering why she does her mom doesn't want her to be a force of creations and, it's just interesting. I'm curious to find out. So I'm actually intrigued with the storyline. She's playing poor RJ. I mean, I just feel like there's something there to that. Ooh, I, I don't know, but, I mean, we'll see. I'm I'm intrigued. I'm interested, actually, to find out what this whole mystery thing is with Luna.
0: Oh, speaking of RJ, the only thing I have to say about RJ is not poor RJ, dumb RJ. Someone needs to explain to me <coughs> why RJ's not telling Ridge about his daddy, but you're telling uh, Luna, who you've known for about 15 minutes, what kind of nonsense That's is that? True. That's that was ridiculous.
1: That He's was stupid. Ridiculous. Um, Again, to
0: that part,
3: yeah. I, I, I guess it was trying to show, you know, instead of having, you know, Luna and Ridge, Ridge Junior, actually form a bond and share secrets with each other, and you know, like they you know, you know, back in the day when they actually cared about romance on the shows actually to build couples up over time and not just throw them together. That would have been more and, interesting. And then maybe built they would have built enough trust with each other and then maybe Arjun would have blurted out the truth. But instead he just told this t- total stranger, stranger who has not had a background check, uh who was hired off the street. So <laughs> you know, did
0: he even big, do a Google search? Look at her. Not Facebook. even a
3: Google search, this big secret that um you know, his, that's caused him such affliction between him and his father. Yeah, let tell this strange girl who you don't know. Preposterous.
0: Tia, do you have anything on Luna before we get to the last topic of the Evening for both?
2: Not really. I don't get why this is a secret, but that's all. Uh, and I agree. <laughs> RJ's
0: an idiot. I said that in a live time. I said, okay. That's just who you tell him, but okay. Yeah. So, so I was going to, th- that was a nice transition. Speaking of not feeling sympathy, <clears throat> I still, I, uh, Eric can cough up a pint of blood and I still don't feel bad for him because he, A, isn't telling his family, I guess, He's got. they gave him a, a, a condition. I can't think of what it is. He's having mini strokes or whatever. And he's coughing up blood. He still won't tell his family. <clears throat> but then he's buying diamonds and shit, diamonds and pearls. Let's get Prince. Number one, number two. Then he's saying something about, "Oh, I'm going to win this fashion challenge and I'm going to take my office back." Dude, you, you didn't have a hostile takeover. You, Stephanie and Ridge are running the company. When you wanted to play pickleball, second of all, you're going to get rid of Steffi when she's the one that's the reason you got the company back to first place because Bill had it out for, had a thing for her. Uh, no, Eric, go sit down, <sighs> Jay.
3: Y'all, I'm. I, I'll be alone, I can care less. When he spit their blood out, I was like, I was watching it at work and I literally had to pause it. I was like, oh I felt so bad. It reminded me of Stephanie when she's dying. And I'm thinking to myself, is this his swan song? Is is this John McCook's final year with us on on, on, on the show? And so I, I was in my feels <laughs> um about that. And I even found him and Donna to be compelling this week. You know, people talk bad about Donna um, and stuff like that, but she seems to be, you know...
0: I think she's the most pleasant part of it, to be quite
3: honest. <laughs> but by his, by his side, and I feel mm-hmm. like, you know, Jennifer... I think Jennifer Garris, who plays uh, Donna, Garrett, yeah. I feel like she's, I think she's a great actress, and when they give her the material, I think she can excel at it. So I was... I felt, those, I felt the emotion in those scenes this week between her and Eric... That being said, this, uh, this storyline is stupid. This storyline is stupid. And if this is drama cook slash Eric Swan song, they need to go back to the drama board because this is trash. I mean, none of this makes sense. All he has to do is tell Rich the fucking truth. That I have a disease right now, and I'm not sure how long I am going to be able to design and be on this earth. Can I please have the final design of the year and uh, the 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 the, uh, the money for my final collection? And Ridge would say yes. This is ridiculous. He, cut, he Ridge would cut
0: every corner to make it happen. We know this.
3: This is stupid as hell. I mean, uh, I'm about to join hospital. Bone the beautiful. This is straight up trash. I swear, if this
0: is John Cook's I, I don't song, think I don't I think it is. I heard I heard that he. I I don't believe it is because I heard he's supposed to be. You know, he's. I don't. I don't. I don't know for sure, but I don't get the impression it is. Um, so we'll say
3: this storyline. It makes no sense whatsoever. It's more so R.J. caught in the middle of his daddy and his father, and it's just foolishness and. I don't care anymore because once you really think about it it's just stupid.
0: Mhm. Kim Is Eric getting a Kim kiss? I think he is. Not at all. Nope. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not at all.
1: I mean with him <sighs> so the thing is is that I gave him Kim cares a few weeks ago. Two weeks in a row, y'all. I am officially announcing today, October eighth, twenty twenty-three. I apologize and I take that back. I take both of those. <laughs> First ever back.
0: taken back. Wow. First ever retraction of Kim <laughs> K. Retracting
1: them back. I tell you, this is just impossible. This is insane. I just can't. I mean, with him coughing the blood and Donna doesn't even know. About that, that's horrible. That's not good. That's extremely serious. So, at this point, it's just you're going to put your prize to the aside. You know, this is your company. I get he's just, you know, well, this is my last hurrah. And I, I guess he's in fear of not ever being able to do that again. And he's scared that he wants to just go out with a bang. But I mean, this is not the way to do it. You need to tell your family because they would definitely root for him. And help him and name the line probably Eric Forrester or whatever, something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Grand finale, I don't know. They'll help him with that. So, I just don't like this. I I this I insane. Insane. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. You know, I mean, they could do so much and yet he's not turning one and, and uh, I, I don't like this. this is So, Eric, you, you can have several seats too because this is just, I, I'm upset. I am so upset with him. This is just—you don't do that. You do not keep something like this from your family. I wonder. Who, you know, I, I, I now I, do I do wonder who. Now it. I
0: wonder who got robbed out of the Kim Kears those weeks. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, he's. Just, <sighs> uh, I'm
1: gonna have to go back and see. I'm gonna have to go be, go back and rename those two Kim Kears. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <sighs> so, certainly, I retract the Eric. Wow. I
1: can't believe I even said Eric. to <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bra-
0: <laughs> Are you gonna Are you gonna break the break the, the the stride here?
2: I know, cause I really changed my opinion. So until he tells his son what's going on, my sympathy for Eric is just uh, not gonna be there, and not gonna say, um, I didn't feel any sympathy, cause once a cough happened, I pushed the fast forward button, so I didn't get to feel any type of emotions. I said, I'm not seeing this foolery today. So I pushed a lot of the fast forward button through a lot of the scenes I probably should have felt sad at. So probably I would have felt sympathy, but the fast forward button was working a lot. I liked Donna <laughs> in these scenes when she was saying, it's time. I said, I, I, I agree, and he's still saying no. I'm like, okay, so just because you have a sickness, that doesn't mean you should act around me being mean and doing all this foolishness. So I'm sorry, Eric, until you tell your son the truth. Then we could go from there. Now, if, if you tell him the truth and he's still acting like this, then I'd be happy to sit on Eric's side and say, Riz, you could sit down somewhere. But until that happens, I don't have much to say on this topic. But I, like, mm-hmm. I would say Donna's involvement. I like her since I don't care for this version of Donna. I haven't, but I think uh, Jennifer has done a good job with with this whole storyline.
0: I think so, too. So, I mean, yeah, Eric, I'm sorry, no. Cause I, I, he, and he's just being, because here's the thing. <clears throat> Again, I'm going to find a middle ground. I disagree, and I think he's being unfair to his family, not telling them, them that he's sick. But okay, let's just say that's his prerogative. What I, what I don't like is be he's going the extra mile to be an asshole for no reason. Keep your shit, mm-hmm. okay, you don't want sympathy and pity. Okay, fine. But don't act like an asshole, and don't ba- don't don't treat people as if they're downing you when they don't know and they're not.
2: hmm Yep. that's it. Oh, nice. We're we going through this show pretty quickly. Okay. Oh, mm-hmm. we look like we headed to days of our lives. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's roll. Okay. So, well, are we going to start? <coughs> let's see who I'm starting with. Okay, yeah, I think I'll start with this storyline here. Uh, We've got Marlena Talia who speaks, and she says, hey, um, she pretty much says that she don't think Marlena should be her therapist anymore because she had she slipped and had a drunken night with a married man. She doesn't say who his married man is and all that happened. You know, Marlena doesn't judge her at all at first. Then Bell sees her that day and said, this is where Sean had told me where he was laying at. He was there at, you know, Jada's place or something like that. That's when Marlena puts it together that the married man she was with with Sean, but, you know, she got to have that confidentiality. <laughs> So she keeps it to herself. She gets Talia back in here and she said, Did you meet with Sean? I said, Yeah, well, she, yes, she did. Um, Yeah, she admitted this is true. Um, Marlena, I don't want to say George Mitchell, but I think she agreed to not be her therapist. But Marlena, probably shouldn't be everybody's therapist in town anyway. So, hey, so I guess she agreed with that. And of course, Talia, poor Talia, just so sad and over what she's done. we got. Jada and Sean, who was talking to one another, she said she would not tell anyone that he slept with that he slept with her sister. Bell said you just did. uh, that's just tough now. This is the dialogue. Let's hope that Carrie is mute for because a lot happened in the in the scenes here. Bell, man, the tears was coming down her eyes, and I gotta say. Not one tear. I, I I can't even say I tried to find a tear because I knew it wouldn't come. So no tear came down my eye during this moment. She said, "The last two weeks you've been dragging up everything I did in the past with EJ and Philip and you were sleeping with Talia the whole time." And then she he said, "No, this was just a one-time thing." She said, "No matter what, this was not the same thing she did because when she had the thing with Philip they weren't married, and when she were you when that happened with EJ, the, I, we were separated." And then he said, "But wait a minute," and I love this line. He said, "So we he said we were." very much married when you slept with your professor back in Maine yeah that's that off-screen lover right there so that was the professor nice to know he told her that and then she said but remember the whole EJ EJ, EJ thing happened because you invited Jen Spears into our home I said oh my god so they had a thing and then he was like hey I forgave you for what you did I will understand I will appreciate you know if you will be able to forgive me she said I'm sorry I don't understand and I don't forgive you either Okay um I know okay, Catherine watched this yeah but I really She, saw, she okay. slept with
0: the professor off screen she probably slept with oh, Gilligan was- and Skipper too <laughs>
2: first I like that they mention Maine. Oh, we gonna mention and they, they mentioned it. and this is the to me a Maine one is the most hilarious one to me. Because how you like, cheating when you are both written off the show. Th- I've never I seen I thought they were in Japan,
0: <laughs> but okay. She said they were in Maine. You know, what, right. you, know, okay, you
2: know what? Probably it was Japan.
0: Probably this is the first time we hear about this process. You no know, they said, Oh shit <laughs> you know they said we're oh we're gonna drag this shit out. We gotta go get, we gotta give it a name and a place. Okay. <laughs> what, the pl- what, the plumber wasn't there that day? <laughs> Yeah, tra- and and by the way I mean, she's foolish and, and let, let's let go and she literally lied. I mean we're, we're joking about the off screen but let's go to the one most recently what was that two years ago
2: yeah, yeah. Wait, when, right last year, be when
0: she <laughs> says they were separated oh no the M F. they were not she no. her no. husband was raped by Psycho Jam and she not she was she a supportive wife? No, she ran out to EJ because she'd been having her fantasies about EJ too. And the only reason she went back to poor pitiful Sean was because Elvis ran down the stairs in his fine. Self black back, black boxes after Samantha Jean, they were not separated. She's a lying piece of trash. It, it, uh-huh. No. Yeah, and I don't uh, think she was, And I don't lying. think she was separated when she yeah. slept with Philip either.
3: I'm sorry, she's not a lying piece of trash. She's a lying bitch. And you know (laughs) what? I'm sorry. Like, she (laughs) is one of the worst. Like, I love Martha Madison. Don't get me wrong. I was furious when I found out that she was leaving the show Mm -hmm. because I feel like Belle's presence is needed on this show. But the way they write her, You have cheated with every man you've come across in the past 20 years. <laughs> There's probably others that we don't know about. You are a little hoe like yeah. so this.
0: Yeah. You know what? Yeah, in Vermont and fucking New Hampshire too.
3: It's fine. You got a little hoe-ish in you. That's wonderful.
0: I think I saw her um, over here in Massachusetts. But
3: thing, yeah, but, but you... <laughs> yeah.
0: But my thing is... If,
3: Oh, gosh, baby, that was funny. Um, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to control myself. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Um, anyway. Uh-huh. Uh, my, my thing, you threw me off, Carrie. Lord have mercy. Um, my thing is that your husband had a one-night stand, and after all you've done, you said, so you know what? No, he was raped. He didn't a have
0: kid. a one-night stand.
3: With Talia. Oh well. Wow. Yeah, and so my thing was uh my question was my question would have been, did you use protection and and, and, and let's go to counseling, get some help. Like I, I feel like it should not be a big deal after all that she's done and all that he <laughs> has forgiven her for. And mm-hmm. you know, I just to me it it made her seem completely unlikable. The, the, the Like, girl, you have cheated several times with several men. Philip was crying at his funeral, and instead of his mama going to console him, you ran up there and, 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 and threw yourself into his arms um, and, you know, and, and uh, consoled him in front of your husband. Like, you didn't care. So... Yeah, I I I'm I Belle. I I I, I just I, I just don't know, my love. I I'm I'm just confused as to um the, 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 the writing for her is just jarring. It's just jarring the way they write Belle and like am I supposed to have some sympathy for her? Am I supposed to care about Belle? The serial cheater Belle? You know, because her husband cheated so what i mean she cheats all the time like what what, what am i supposed to do with this this information uh days of our lives why should i care that bell black uh um is hurt is upset because sean cheated i mean all like who cares honestly i'm sorry i can care less and Jay, I'm with you. I'm
0: furious that Martha Madison was the victim of of the the budget cut on the on the the, the the casting level. But I'm with you. She needs to go because even if let's she, she they weren't separated. I like how they parsed all that up, But even if she didn't, she, even if she didn't sleep with EJ, make it make sense that the man was raped and you ran out of the house and you weren't there to support him. So, so, so no, no, I need, I actually, I I can't look at her right now, even though I'm pissed Martha was, was a victim of budget cause I can't look at her, no. Kim? I know, I know Belle must have got Kim K as I know it. I know
1: she <laughs> didn't, no. Oh, not <laughs> at all. I agree and echo with everything y'all said. Is, I just can't say, yes, Miss Martha, but Belle, no, she could, she could have several seats and kick rocks. I'm just tired of her the whole boo-hoo I just can't believe he did this to me girl shut all the way up I'm just this is insane so girl bye
2: (laughs) yeah I gotta agree I feel there was sympathy for her I don't care if you married and you try to put a nice bow in it you had a good long affair with Philip, and this is one of the things, to be quite honest, I think this is what Sean really had a difficult time ever believing. Like, really trusting in her over that. Because that one, I think, uh, took him to the core. So that's the one that I think that's a little difficult for him to get over. And for me as a viewer, I can't believe a word Belle was saying because we all know she would still be with EJ if Sammy didn't come. So you didn't even reunite mm-hmm. you with your husband for the good of your heart. And he doesn't even know that.
0: We know it, but he knows poor thing.
3: Yep. So you don't sorry. know that that, that 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 EJ ran after Sam his draws and give, give Bell a second look. No wonder she, nope. so, no she acted the, no act the way she acted because I'd I still be embarrassed after I gave this man <laughs> my body and he ran after my sister. I'd be embarrassed too. I'm going to tell nobody that. that.
2: I can't believe that Bell was cheating it up in Massachusetts, but okay. All right. <laughs> There's another one we got. Uh, we got Susan is alive from the dead. I never believed the sister was dead to begin with. So <laughs> welcome back. And it seems that Edmund was keeping her hostage all this time. Uh, to talk about character growth. But she's back to the land of the living. We also mentioned the, the sister who looks like Kristen. I forgot what this lady's name is. She's the 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 forgotten about Nah, Penelope, Penny, one. Penelope. That one, for Penelope, yeah, she mentioned her. I like that she mentioned, she literally mentioned a history about how they look alike and she looks just like Kristen. I said, well, you look like Kristen too. If you could just fix your makeup just a little bit, you look like Kristen <laughs> as well. So yeah, I all look like Kristen for some apparent reason. I think the ugliest of the crew is uh. What is it? The dude? What's the dude name? Your, your guy Thomas.
0: Thomas. I, Pace. I, gotta I,
2: I gotta give it to Harris. I don't know why Harris said this when Harris seen Susan, he was shocked. He said, "I can't believe how much like Thomas you look." I said, "That's disrespectful, Susan doesn't look like Thomas." I said, "Are oh, you sick?" She looks much better <laughs> than Thomas. I know. I know Harris like this is one ugly looking sister. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my God.
0: he he's is usually. usually not, case is usually not that rude. Well they, I think he did she see Sister
2: Mary yet? Because you, you got another one to see. They they some they some lookers here, but I, I would say that. That more. <laughs> <laughs> <that laughs> can we see the, I wanna see Ooh. their baby photos? How do they look at baby? this family is They're just, probably gorgeous um, people. <laughs> so yeah, pretty much uh, the Harrison, also Harrison of course Ava's still going closer. Jolly two here we go. And you know, we get uh, Susan back to reunite with EJ and he can't believe what's happened since E J just put a hit out on Xander for he's got for what he did to the mother. So now he sees Susan alive and he's like, Oh snap, what the heck did I do? So he goes run in in time right before the dude kills um kills uh Xander, sorry, before he kills Xander pretty much he stopped that from happening and he said, Hey, don't say that I did anything or I would charge you for kidnapping and all that stuff you did with Susan that I never did and you know Xander said okay I won't say anything smartly once EJ left he said please forget that and he called on him so EJ might get some jail time or get charged for now so what are your thoughts on this story Kim we got Susan
0: back in the land of the living so EJ got all those looks from Stefano I guess
1: yeah thank goodness
0: right? <laughs> <laughs> hilarious
1: hilarious um, yeah, uh, with, family. <laughs> <No way. laughs> uh, with Susan, <laughs> it's good that she was rescued and stuff. Okay, that's great. That's great. She's back with EJ and stuff and all of that. But the scenes I like and appreciate most with this, with Susan being back, is her and Marlena's reunion. Like that. I thought you oh, thought yeah. That was, oh, you know, Great Marlena, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, I love that. That was my favorite moment from all of this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what? They were I think cute. it's... All I love it. World renowned. But it was cute. You know, I know she gets on Marlena's nerves sometimes, but genuinely she mm. knows that Susan's always going to have Dr. Marlena. And it's that, you know, so I just love that. Um, and now EJ is <laughs> trying to clean stuff up. It's just... I, this is i'm liking this Ava and Harris I'm slowly but surely warming up to them I am I'm starting I'm starting to see I wasn't around for for the Jarly you know with <laughs> their version but I'm actually starting to like them so I'm looking forward to what's next with them but everyone's safe and safe back at at home in Salem so I'm glad but my favorites were Susan and Marlena so yeah
2: um, Jay, you have any great uh things about Susan being back? We all thought she was dead. We thought we would never see her again, so this yeah. was such a shocker. Yeah. I weeped for days. Yeah, mm mm-hmm. sure did.
3: Nobody believed that Susan was dead, so No okay. I don't think I'm
2: still. Yeah, we getting all good material first. though. Okay, yeah. Um stop, yeah, stop good job. Okay. So
3: as far as Jolly point sorry, as, as, as far as Jolly two 0, uh I'll allow it.
2: Okay. <laughs> Keep going, Sean John, you know. Um ne- the next we got Maggie and Alex uh Maggie Sanders <laughs> months. She comes back to the, you know, to the thing, like yes, having her little nameplate ready. I'm better to take CEO again and Alex come and said, Um, Victor wanted to be to be CEO, so he decided to take him up on this offer now he is the ceo and also said that you know co-ceo wouldn't work so if he doesn't give if she she doesn't give this up willingly he'd have to uh take it with the board and throw her out and she said nope you don't need to do that but you know it is what it is and she knew he was a a woman and into this stuff but she didn't realize that he was kind of like this and stuff like this so but I guess you did this see it. She wondered if this is payback for how she did. So pretty much she leaves and that's it. And this is another reason why. I, see, this is where, oh, they're going to go for this predictable storyline that he's going to be like Victor he's going to now be ruthless and I'm supposed to take this seriously, or it's more he's going to get so into himself only to realize this fool ain't even his son to begin with because he's already starting to slowly change. So I think the thing will be, uh a tie in his face to realize that he's not in charge of anything to be honest because I, I don't quite understand this but Jay do you have any thoughts of CEO uh Alex he's about to be in charge of Titan and I guess be the boss now. We going to see the boss Alex in charge now.
3: Where has been Sierra? The long one
0: Jay, I was hope I was I was channeling you so much well well yeah, there is no story for sierra we got alex ceo so you know we couldn't
2: <laughs> we couldn't we could, we could see sierra wait, wait a minute why didn't this fool leave anything to sierra you know what mister okay uh I and she was the one that was
0: actually doing a good job when she was there working her rank, way up the ranks in the good old boy network and victor approved of it too by the way and brady threw her shit in the trash
2: Look how much that, that, I guess that would have made much too much sense. But uh, Mm -hmm. Kim, what's your thoughts Mm -hmm. on this? Do you agree that Maggie
1: should have got kicked out? And do you think we're about to see the ruthless Alex? We are definitely 100% going to see the ruthless Alex. And I don't think Maggie should have been kicked out. I really think he should have just worked with her. Said, "Hey, at least be a co-CEO or something. I work alongside. Just something." But for him to just be that ruthless, yeah, he's gonna just go all out. He's gonna be like a Victor 2.0 now. So, yeah, that that's just where I stand with that. We'll see what happens. But, yeah, he's going to bring out the big guns now from all, from, now, from now on just because he is Victor's son. He's going to feel like he's going to have to carry on that title. He's going to be extremely ruthless. Um, but I'm just really ho- – one thing I'm hoping for is that, yeah, he kicked her out of Titan. I just really hope he does not go after the house and, and want to kick her out of that. I would not – oh, my, I would not coincide that. I would hate them for – forever if Alex tried to, tried to take the house away from her. So, But we'll see.
2: Well, we got Maggie that's kicked out here, and we got Vivian who's about to leave town because Stefan and Gabby um is having a different opinion as to how to deal with this whole gun thing because, as we know, she is not supposed to really be doing crime or have any guns because of her recent release under those terms. So Vivian said, can you just say that Gabby shot... Demetri. And then she's like, Stefan, are you seriously? You're not going to agree with this foolishness. He said, can you do that because you know I would go back to jail if they found out I shot Dimitri?" You know, she played a whole victim stuff. And then he's like, please get your mother out of our lives. She's just causing too much trouble. And then this was the funny scene. Jada came here the, in the scene where Vin, when Vivian was upstairs and they pretty much trying to find out some type of excuse to give the lady. But then Vivian comes down here and says, "Has anyone seen my gun?" Jada says, "What?" Jada turns around. And I'm like, Are, you Are you serious? I mean, her, the look on her face was like, "Wow." Then Vivian was just staring like, "Uh." Then did, then did, did, did Jada say, "You know, you wasn't supposed. You know, you're not supposed to have a, a, a gun, right?" She said she didn't do anything wrong. It was self-defense and. You know, I think she pretty much, just, you know, she wants to come back. And then she said, yeah, I, I'm going to keep going to talk to her parole officer say that she violated parole. And then she leaves. And then uh, Vivian says she realized that she needs to leave town early. And Gabby said hallelujah for that. Uh, Vivian and uh, Stefan has a very emotional goodbye. And she's going to leave out of town. And, and she will always rise like a phoenix. It was nice seeing you, Vivian, but I can't believe you came down downstairs saying that someone seen my gun are you serious? Uh, okay, Vivian. Um c- Kim, your thoughts on Vivian's exit. Also, wait a minute, before you say that, I have to, I am gonna slam the writers room real quick. Um, this is a different topic. How has Stephanie how has since Stefan come back we've barely seen Stabby? At this point, at this point, I don't kind of and I, and I, I don't kind of agree agree why y'all couldn't negotiate a contract when she's on a limited role since she wanted to be on contract. They are barely seen. Right. Like, they seem like just a a. They seem like a Shauna Bell and Shauna Bell was like because Shauna Bell barely gets used at all. They haven't for decades. So yeah. what was the point of bringing Stefan back if we are abs- we not seeing absolutely nothing? So I'm screaming the whole writing team and whoever is responsible for this. And now we all supposed to be and then this lady is about to get off the show. Well, I guess at this point you pretty much saying Stefan is irrelevant rele- too. You, are, you haven't shown us any of them. So I don't want to see a scene every episode. When Gabby is about to leave, are we going to see them every episode that week? Because that's the same nonsense they did with Chabby. Right when she was about to get killed off, we couldn't see enough of Chabby for them two weeks. So this is some bad, right? And Stabby was supposed to be one of your hottest couple with a sin. Sin is not on, and you got Stabby, and you barely used them. So what a waste of a storyline they have done for these two characters, and it's really a shame, but Go ahead on that, uh, Kim. Yeah, I agree.
1: I and I just I, I, they to me they watered down, Savvy, and I don't like that. I really don't mm-hmm. like that at all. So I just I just can't have that energy to like them at all. It, like it, it more, you know, than what I did. I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. Here they are. Oh, wow, great, they're on today. Like I just and I don't like feeling like that. So. Oh, that's that's disappointing. And then of course with Vivian, that's disappointing too. How her exit went. I was like, wait a second, what? That's it? I'm like, okay. Man. I think she should have went out with a bang too. Just something more dramatic. I don't know what it is, but with the whole Gladys, I was disappointed. And now with Vivian's exit, I'm I'm disappointed. I'm like, this is just who's writing the exit? This is horrible. I'm sorry, but I don't like. I think it could have been structured a lot better, um, just a more memorable, at least opening for another visit in the future. It's just something. Like, just just like, like you know, keep, keep on your, your P's and Q's. Like, it just, it just wasn't, it didn't do anything for me at all. And I was highly upset and disappointed with this. I'm like, okay, this is just, I'm tired of being disappointed this week on these accents.
2: Um,
3: Jay, any thoughts? Um, bring back Louis Sorrell as Vivian, please. Like, I don't... Give her a limited contract. I don't care. She's probably one of the best things that happened on the show in a very long time, and she deserved a better exit than what they did. I understand budget. I understand all of this stuff, but, you know, she breathed life into that foolish... The foolishness mm-hmm. with um the foolishness with um the Kuryok and So I mean, you mm-hmm. know, she 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 made she saved the the Victor stuff for me. So Break her back, please.
0: Which is good and bad at yeah. the same time, right?
3: <laughs> yeah. It's not a good thing that Vivian, the the storyline fell on Vivian's back. But she's the only thing that was worth, and this is nothing against Maggie. I thought Maggie did well with Victor's death. It has nothing to do with the character of Malia. It's the the family dynamic stuff surrounding Victor's farewell that did not bode well with me.
2: right. Okay. Um, Let's go here. Xander returns home to Chloe and apologizes for not calling her. He told her he didn't want to, uh, and then oh yeah, he pretty much said he didn't want to uh, stay out long. But he apologized. But then Chloe says she understands that he loved he loved Chloe. He loved Sarah for a long time, and if he wanted to work it out with her, he said actually he doesn't love her at all anymore. She tried to keep him for his child and put another man on the birth certificate. In the moment where she and and then he said in the moment where she overheard Philip and Rex, and she told him the truth that made him realize that that's the person he wanted to be with because he realized. That he can trust her. He was real grateful for that, and he wants to fight Sarah for the baby, and he wants Chloe by his side when he does that. He also still wants to go to New York and marry her. He doesn't really want to be with Sarah, he just wants to be with her. But she said she doesn't want to be with him. She wonders if their relationship happened because he was hurt with Sarah, and she was grieving and lost to Philip oh, okay that that's some rewrite of, a, a- gymnastics, but okay, she was grieving that, and he says he he doesn't really really believe that, and you know, but he pretty much accepted, and they kind of have a good ending to be honest, even the kiss goodbye. but see like he still loved it than me, and then that's pretty much at the end, pretty much he says he calls somebody to say he's gonna Go for full custody for this this child, especially once he found out Susan was alive. He said, "Yep, that's not on my back anymore." And then we also got the wreck stuff. Uh, Kate uh, aired her out and said I don't like what you're doing to my child here because you put him in the middle of your collateral damage because if you attacks somebody, he's going to be attacking my son because what Rex has doing. And she said, you know you could take advantage of him. You know you are never going to love Rex. And she said, well, you know, things can change, sweetie. It hasn't changed in like a year, so you would never love Rex again. So I agree with her. You've taken advantage. Although Rex, and then she pretty much said, well, Rex had agreed. To, he's the one who made this whole idea up. She said, so you didn't have to agree with it, though. So Kate kind of aired her out, and at the end of the episode, she told Rex she wanted a divorce. So I'll comment on this first. I wish Nadia wasn't leaving because I truly believe we deserved Azenda, Chloe, and Sarah Triangle. That I truly mm-hmm. believe. If you if you are going to do it, then, you know, everyone knows I'm a Brady and Chloe fan, but to me, I've always said I'm one of the fans who can switch, not switch ships, I can appreciate a new ship. I'm not one of them who's mm-hmm. going to hold on this is the way it should be. Or at least for now, I believe you should make characters move on and organically fall in love with other people. That's just what I think can happen. You have different loves at different times, and I feel... Just the way they were, I didn't care for Zander and Chloe at first because I did feel with Too rushed, But I feel this could have been a stable storyline and say, oh, wow, this relationship is really good. And the fact that I, I was on this podcast, and I apologize to the writers, I slammed Zander's character because I said it makes no logical sense. How he want to be with Sarah when he has a loyal person like Chloe who literally accepts him for his whole past, doesn't judge him from the past, and told him the truth? What kind of idiot and a person you would want to bring home to your mother? I mean, what the heck would you want to be with Sarah for? At least with Gwen, that made sense. But Sarah, why would you want to not be with Chloe? And then I loved him saying, I apologize for not coming home. Did you really think I left with Sarah? I'm sorry, I really want to be with you. I actually still want to get married. My issue here. Is the mm-hmm. right end for Chloe? I understand that Nadia is leaving. And probably by looking at this, they didn't expect it to happen. But why does she have to leave with Philip at all? Even even if she left Philip, because actually, like the Philip thing, when she said, "I don't really, I just got out of a relationship. I don't really want to be with you, but I want you to come to with New York with me." And also, Team Kate. Kate is the only woman comments since there. She said she said, I don't feel happy about this. Telling Marlena this, he's leaving town with the person he got obsessed with to begin with. This is like Marlena saying, Well, he's a grown man. That that's stupid. Look at all the grown adult lunatics you dealt with, Marlena and your line of therapy. So that that's that's just a stupid line from her. But I just think you kinda of wrote a better exit for Chloe where She's not so much a waffler. You don't – you're going to literally say, well, I don't want to be with you. You were just going to marry this man 12 hours ago. Well, why, why, so why were you going to get married if you're not sure about your feelings? And then to have her say to suit – a lie to say – I was grieving the loss of Philip, sweetie. You didn't even mention Philip when he died. He died, and you was with Brady, and that was it. You moved on. You you got with Zend because Rachel was a brat in the relationship. And this again, I understand y'all want to rush romances, but you can't literally erase a whole storyline that the fans have been watching for over a year. What did Philip go crazy for? Because of your relationship with Brady? It's been Brady for the last two years. So where's this whole? I'm grieving for Philip. If you was grieving for Philip that much, maybe he wouldn't turn into a lunatic. Probably you should have been loyal to the man when he was alive, alive. I mean, probably you should have been he would have <laughs> went off the deep end. Probably you the reason for all this. So you just breaking everybody. He off. wouldn't have been over there. Yeah. ax
0: that tree down.
2: Yeah, or, or your, your obsession with Brady. So I think I didn't like that. So I think the only person who came out looking good in this to me is Xander, Chloe, we could have just rolled her out a different way. You could have even had Chloe say, I want to be with you but I believe that you still love Sarah, even if you're not willing to admit it. So I can't marry you. You can still have me. I'm I'm going to leave and give
0: you time to sort it out. I'm going to go visit Parker while you have time to think.
2: That, that's true. You can still do that, because to me, I, I just love how we wrote Xander and I've always said it, I wonder if this is the type of character who waffles around, and, and it shows right here that he's not a waffle around, so he just wants to, you know, he just really just wanted to be with her, and I love that he still wanted to get married. I truly enjoyed it for a person who did not like well not even like i just didn't care for them in a romance because it was too much but this was the time it would have been the turning point for me if nadia was saying i would have been mm-hmm. saying man i think you turn me to I'm gonna, I'm gonna be in the chloe club because i would have thought that would have been interesting to say what in the world can make him be in love with sarah again it can happen but
0: mm-hmm. we don't right.
2: know triangles. sarah would have had to
0: fight it which doesn't grant it to her
2: Yeah, so I would have loved that. So it is unfortunate we didn't get to see it. Um, I think next week, this upcoming week, is the end of Nadia's run for now. And I just hate the way they wrote wrote her out, but I did like the Xander and Chloe uh, closure. So I'll go to you, Um, Kim. I know you've liked Xander and Chloe, so how did you like the ending? Were you surprised at first of all we got more scenes? How did you like it from both of their point of views, how this happened?
1: I was actually very surprised we got more scenes with them. I I didn't even think... We're going to get what we got, and I was quite pleased. I'm definitely upset and disappointed mm-hmm. with what you said, making it seem like, oh, well, you know what? Well, you're not over, Sarah, and I'm not, you know, I've mixed feelings now about fell up, and they came back, and they came like, what? Like, wait a second. You know, so that I didn't like that dialogue at all. Um, My Kim Cares goes to Xander again, because this is just
0: mm-hmm. – uh,
1: <laughs> It's just, I mean, first, now he's dealing with the whole Sarah Victoria situation, and now he's dealing with Chloe, and he was like, I still, he, he still wanted to fight for custody with Chloe on his side. He still was like, you mm-hmm. know what? And then what, what broke me was when he was like, well, you know, no, I, I don't want to be back with her. I want to be with you because yeah. you accept me. You know, you accept everything about me. Like, you know, you don't judge me. I was like,
0: see? So I was
1: <laughs> so I'm just upset. So and then knowing that this week is not his last one, I'm like, I'm just and then I got mad. I was like I had a lot of funny mixed emotions with these scenes. I didn't man. and then it turned into me hating Chloe. I said, This is this is not good. <laughs> yeah. I was like Oh I was so I was y I I was a mess with these scenes. I'm like this is But it was a sweet ending, you know, the goodbye and everything, the kiss goodbye and I just uh, it broke my heart. It this broke my heart. This it really did. I'm so sad. I'm so upset. So I just oh uh, I just really wish they would have played it out better, about more or something. Just had her exit differently, I guess. I, I just ugh I don't I don't like this, y'all. I don't I'm am upset. I'm highly upset. So Kim can't definitely go to Zay. I just wanna give them a hug. So uh, I'm sad. <sighs>
2: Yeah, I, I could agree. I, I, I wish it was a better way to end because I still believe you could have like because I do believe Nadia would be back. Not sure when, but I believe one day. I was just yeah, gonna say I, that, I that be, to you. It's again. possible.
0: It's possible you could do this on the back end if Sarah and Xander were to get together, and then not, uh Chloe comes back into town. You know, six months from now, eight months from now, whatever. Because this is the problem with these exes. You got Belle, um, Chloe, and Gabby. Who's mm-hmm. filling these voids to run shows? Right. Right. To run stories, you, I mean. You're right, and don't disappoint for Zenda. Right.
2: And now with Gwen leaving, I didn't like Gwen and Zenda, but you. Oh, Gwen much, too, that's, yep. Yeah, right, you pretty, oh, that's right. Yeah. Pretty, so you now you're pretty much telling me as a viewer, I have to just accept that it's going to be Zenda and Sarah, and I don't like that. Now I know it's right. going to be. At least before I knew it was going to be there, but at least I had some kind of fight and competition, but now right. we know Zenda's not right. going to be with anyone else, so. Uh, what a, what a mess. Uh, um, Jay,
3: any comments on this if you watched it? You know, I understand contracts. I understand stuff like that, but there's better ways to write a character. All you had to do was say that Chloe was going to visit her mother or was going to visit her sister or going to visit her child and that, you know, we'll see her next time or whatnot. You could have rent her tastefully out uh, without creating all this controversy. And I just feel like, like Carrie said, we have a bigger issue right now. We have no
1: mm-hmm.
3: characters on this show. We're losing Chloe. We're losing uh um
2: Belle and Gabby. Belle. And Gwen, like, even losing,
3: though I didn't give a hug to you. And Gwen. We're losing Gabby. I don't know What, who's running the show over there? Well, we Mm -hmm. know who was, but like you can't get rid of all these characters. The character of Gwen served a purpose, the character of Chloe served a purpose, the character of Belle serves a purpose, you know, the character of Gabby serves a purpose. So, who are their replacements? Now, I understand Mm -hmm. you have, you know, um, Hannah Montana over there, um, switching (laughs) wigs, but other than that. (laughs) What are we doing here? And she's not staying long. If, 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 I, if I read correctly, we're going to talk about that after that, Jay. You want me to go to that topic? Then you oh, could go so to your what, forum. What, what, what? Who's driving again? Who's driving this bus? Because y'all driving the bus mm-hmm. over a cliff right now.
2: Mm-hmm. I'm actually I'm gonna go to before you go. I'm gonna go actually finish this last topic just so we don't go too much spoiler and then okay. So pretty much we got Gwen, Leo, Dimitri. Gwen latches out at Leo for pretty much ruining their friendship with Dimitri. Then he found out that Dimitri got shot, and then he somehow becomes the victim, said, if anything happened to him, it's all on you. And I'm like, uh, are we supposed to feel sad for Leo? Like, what the heck has happened? Isn't you cheating with her, man? But okay. So we at the hospital, and Kristen and Gwensdale got their plan, and they found out the good thing is, since she's married to, to the fool, she's going to get all the money. Nicely done. And then we got them in the hospital, Leo and... Uh, Leo and Gwen, and they have a little sad scene, and she said, I thought we were going to grow old together. We were going to talk to each other about everything. I thought it was real good, and this fool over there saying, this is the first time I had found love, so you forgot that Craig loved you, and he destroys your life and all that. What, what's up with these shows, lying like right this? Yeah, this is the first time I have found love, and someone that loved me and upset me. Again, you had the poor Craig, so I guess you never loved him then. Okay, and then she and then he pretty much was hoping that she could, you know, wish him well. And then she said, No, she doesn't, and she hoped that they both rot in hell. Thank you. Appreciate <laughs> it. And so the scene of the week that everyone is talking about that got everybody buzzing. I knew this would happen. Thank you, Dave, for proving me right. So she's she says she pretty much is leaving town. Next scene we see this fool leaving town. We don't get three episodes, nothing. We just see her her bags is packed. She packed really quickly and she's at there and pretty much saying, talking to herself and saying farewell to Salem, you know, until next time. It's a nice emotional scene. And she exits. Oh, actually, first wait, we see Vivian leaving first. So everybody in this airport. Vivian leaving first. Bye, Vivian. See you next time. Gwen, a sad goodbye. She's leaving next. Then we get finally somebody who's entering Salem. That's Brady. He comes out. Then of course, Teresa. Teresa comes out, and it looked like her hair is a little bit bigger than it was last time, and her face looked a little bit different as well. She has the wig, and um, yeah, and she's now being portrayed by Emily O'Brien. So we lost Gwen, but we sure didn't leave Emily because she's going to be playing Teresa. So, So five seconds later, after she exited, she came back. So she Ain't lose a job, everyone. It's all good, just like Robert didn't lose a job. Uh, they, Emily, they, didn't lose they, a job,
0: geez, I thought 10 days, was, I thought 10 episodes was preposterous. Y-
2: yeah, same I, day.
0: Uh, so, uh, 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 Jesus Christ. uh, uh, Kim, what's your
2: thoughts <laughs> on this whole Leo Gwen stuff? And now we got a new Teresa in town, so this should be fun to watch. Yeah, <laughs> um,
1: well. Okay, it's good that she confronted Demetri and Leo or whatnot. Okay, um, and she decided to take the money and just go or whatever and go out of town. Okay, that's fine. Um, but five seconds—it was probably two seconds, I think—and then Freddie was like, "Would you come on a race? I'm like, "Wait, what?" And then just she comes. I'm like, "Wait." No, they did not, and I rewinded it a few times, and I said, "Oh, I just can't," and, and it's gonna, it just, it's gonna grow on me. Like I am so for people keeping their jobs. I do not want anyone at all to lose their job. But I, this is just gonna take a long time to grow on me because I prefer Jen Lilly as Teresa, and I just always will, always have, always will. So I know she lost the accent. Okay, that's great. But this is going to, they're going to have to do a lot. I'm just going to have to watch more and it's just to be determined for me to even see how this is going to play out because I don't see, I didn't see Alex and or Brady having any chemistry with Gwen when she was Gwen. So now that she's Teresa, I don't, I don't think I like it, y'all. But, you know, okay, I take that back. I can't say I don't like it because I have to see. So, with that being said, to be determined. Because I I can't, yeah, I don't want to be mean. So, yeah, we'll see.
2: (laughs) Jay, Emily's still here. What are your favorite actresses? So, you should be happy. How you felt about this?
3: Y'all, I laughed my ass off. When they had... (laughs) Then we O'Brien do that dramatic exit. And I'm thinking, oh, okay, this is the end. And I see Brady's ass walk out that thing. And then come on, Teresa. And she stepped out in that blonde wig. When I tell y'all, I was I was tickled. I laughed my ass off. You know, I listen, say what y'all want. I love the way Days did it. The way Teresa, not Teresa, the way Gwen said, you're not gonna see the last of me. (laughs) And
2: then two seconds later, (laughs) he write about that.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Right in a blonde wig. And the wig is not that bad, y'all. Y'all so dramatic. I've seen terrible wigs of the beautiful, but I have not seen that wig was not that bad. And, but like I said, I I thought it was cleverly done. It was hilarious. I laughed my ass off. Now, Jenny Teresa is one of my favorite characters on that damn show. i want to miss Jen Lily the way they did her girl. You better keep on speaking out. You know, hopefully, you know, you know, the bridge is not burned um, on both ends. I love Jen Lily, but I want to give. Emily O'Brien. I think Emily O'Brien is a fabulous actress. You know, that I uh, keep going back to that scene at that at her and uh Xander's wedding, I think was Xander. I'm not sure who it was. Um, when Abby went to expose her. And I felt like that was some of the most beaver soap acting I've seen in a long time between Abby and Gwen. I think Gwen's a great Emily O'Brien's a great actress. Now, is she Teresa? Who knows? We're gonna have to see. Um, so far I see she has a, a American, I mean, an English accent. I mean, American accent. So, um, that's uh, I was afraid that Teresa was going to be British suddenly. Um, but we will see. <laughs> well, her daddy is so. Um, I'm um, 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 uh, you know we will see what happens. I'm going to give her, Emily O'Brien, some grace. Um, but you know, and a lot of people are like, this is terrible. What they've done that was a, that was a bad way to do it, y'all. I, I'll be the minority. I. Laughed my ass off. I thought it was cleverly done and hilarious. Um,
2: anything else about Days? I think I got everything out right when it comes to Days. I
0: think so.
2: Okay, so let's preview what we have coming up this week. Gab, Gabby, Days, Gwen. Teresa is back, and she has her son Tate with her. Is he good? Is he bad? Will he know that he met Holly back in the day so long ago? So, yeah, we got a new Holly and Tate, I believe, coming on this week. Yeah, we got so a, we
3: got a 35-year-old Tate because that man.
2: <laughs> Let's up up I'm the sorry, teeth, y'all. Teeth.
3: When I saw when I saw that boy, I said, "Who the hell is that?" And they say, "What's Tate?" I said, I know that. Does not take. I said, <laughs> well, that's not Tate. Well, I'm
2: gonna say one thing. I hope Holly doesn't see Chanel way, or she go to turn into a lesbian too. Since everybody can't seem to resist you know look, Chanel. So like, they was, <laughs> was no, please. They was serious with this. Whole uh-huh.
3: answer, I, 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 I want to saw when I meant when I meant a sore ass tape. I meant about 17, 18, not 25.
2: He looks 17. Oh, you're yeah. kidding? That's, a, that's a big ass
3: 17 year old. I'll say that, my God. <laughs> Do you watch Do you watch these
2: high school uh, shows when they look like they're 30 and they be playing 16-year-olds? Do you see these TV shows that we watch? watching? Okay. They still be in high school. I'll be like, y'all look like I need to be in college or having a job at this time. But, okay. We got General, General Hospital. We got Sonny and Nina. They are in Puerto Rico, which I believe is Brenda's place. But you're right. I guess everyone's here. I guess he can't forget about Brenda. So all these people just need to wear some wigs on, mm-hmm. I guess. But they getting married yeah, in Puerto Rico. Box. Will they get married or not, or will Nina get exposed before the ceremony begins? Um,
0: yeah, poor guys.
2: We'll yeah, see, This should be a good week in GH. Young and the wrestlers, we got Jack and Diane, who's renewing their vows. I personally don't get why this had to be a promo. This must be a boring week. But will they get any uh, wedding crashes? And will we finally know where Mamie's, uh, Mamie's secret is? Should be fun, I guess. It, it don't look too good in the promo, but I hope this week is much better than the promo looks. Bold and the beautiful. She can love and expose because Deacon wants the world to know, so they don't even get caught in anything. It's just that they want to tell how much they love one another, and he wants them and He wants to marry this lady. So is he ready to oh, risk it all? Is he ready to risk it all, including his relationship with his daughter, Hope, who's in a scandalous relationship of her own, so so does she have the right to judge? I say yes, she should judge. That's yep, hypocrites.
0: I'm okay with people being hypocrites.
2: Yeah, Thomas ain't doing, he killed, you know, I think I blame him for the Emma thing, but you know, that's still different than what Sheila has been doing. So that's just me. So that's your week of soap this week. Does anyone else have anything to say? If not, then we are out of here. It was nice chatting with everyone in the chat room. Thank you, Stuart, Simone. Everybody else we didn't see April in the chat room and uh, I believe Bell I think Bell as well uh, so yeah everybody who was in the chat room we appreciate you guys and thank you Jay Kim, Carrie of course myself Daphne and Daphne and uh, uh Daphne and Candace we always. I oh, mean Sam maybe they'll be
0: back from the outside projects next week, and, and Lady Sanchez also good to see you as
2: well so, until next time take care
1: one another take care have a good week bye.